Yeah, you know when that clock on the wall says 9 p.m., you know what that means. It's time for the best show, and here I am, the host of the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm here with you for another three hours. Boy, Jeepers Creepers, what a fun show we have planned tonight. We're going to have the one and only Fred from Honolulu is going to be here. Doing the what it God knows whatever it is he does he'll certainly be doing it tonight. He already showed up and demanded food. Wanted to know what was up with the pizza situation. So apparently, I guess it's in his rider that he get pizza. Don't worry, your pizza's on the way, buddy. We're also going to finish out the Blowhard 100, close that out, the top 100 Blowhards of all time, windbags. The phone number 201-332-3484, the best show is here for you. And I give you, oh, if this song doesn't play, oh, I'm telling you. If this is the wrong thing, oh, I'm telling you, you look out, Mike. You had nothing to do with it. You had nothing to do with it, Mike, but I'm going to put it all on you. Mike, you better pray that the right thing plays. You hear me, Mike? You better pray. You had zero to do with this. You better pray. It's the best show. Oh, it's the right thing. You're safe, Mike. Yeah. 
best show. Hey! 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 Get back here! It's the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling, the host of the best show here on this wondrous Tuesday evening in late October. There's something special about when summer becomes autumn. There's a certain kind of chill in the air that can only be uh, cured by spiced apple cider. Spice. Can we stop putting spice in everything? What spice is that, first of all? Spiced. What is that spice, Mike? Sin? Is it Cinnamon. When, 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 when was apple cider not enough? Spice? I don't like cin- Why is cinnamon the thing? Cinnamon. I don't know. Cinnamon and apples? Maybe on apple pie you put cinnamon on it. Keep it out of my apple cider though, bro. Keep it out of my apple cider. I want nothing to do with that. Spiced. Apple cider. Make me want to barf. Lose my lunch. Toss my cookies. And other things that bring to mind. Throw up. Oh, who did we hear? The music. That's right. That's what's important. We just heard... The Blind Shake. So good. They're so good. The song is Corpse on a Roof. From their album Celebrate Your Worth. Which comes out shortly on Goner Records. That's a good band, man. The Blind Shake. This album's great. Can't go wrong with it. You can't go wrong. Think I'm going to lead you wrong? No, I'm not. Because just like Garfunkel said, I'm on your side. Is that what he said? Did he say I'm on your side? I'm on your side. Oh, when darkness comes. You ever hear Paul Simon try to sing that song by himself? I can't. I can barely get through the middle part. When you're weird. It sounds like Mike. Wait. AP Mike and Paul Simon have the same singing voice. I've never heard Paul Simon do uh, Hair of the Dog at karaoke, though. I have heard AP Mike do it. Which is really... That was... uh, was, There are so few highlights in this life. But when AP Mike, when we were at karaoke, and AP Mike started singing Hair of the Dog by uh, Nazareth, and his phrasing, because the song goes, Now y'all messing with a 
Son of a bitch, y'all messing with it. You remember your phrasing, Mike? You went, now you're messing with. Son of a bitch! I loved it. I'm telling you, I would do karaoke with Mike five nights a week. If I could. When he was, uh, he did that and then he did, uh, Streets of Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen. Guy knows his way around the tune, man. And guys like me and Mike, we get it. When it comes to singing, either you've got it or you don't got it. We've both got it. The phone number, 201-332-3484. We're going to have Fred from Honolulu in here in a little bit. Why, I don't know. People, when they when I told a few people he was going to be on the show, it's like, oh, he's the worst... He's he's the worst call you've ever had in the history of the show. And I was like, no, nah, it's not true. They're like, yeah, he is. It's like, really? Like, yeah, he's terrible. Like, I don't know. I don't think he's that bad. I like him. I like the guy. I think he brings something to the table. He's all right in my book. Who's good here, Mike? Three. Your idea good or my idea good? More your idea. Let me just ask you, is this person on the line going to say anything like... He will? Best show. Oh, good evening, Mike. Uh, Tom, this is Count of a Lunch, Bob. Uh-oh. How are you? I'm good. To who? Who is this now? This is Count Avalanche, Bob. Count Avalanche. Oh, I get Okay, so it's a... You're in a yes, Halloween. I, I am uh, saying happy Halloween. Scary Halloween to you. It is a scary Halloween. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. What's going on in the background there, Avalanche, Bob? Uh, oh, nothing. I had wrestling. I'm trying to turn it off. Wrestling. Uh, yes, Who yes. are your favorite wrestlers? Who are some of Avalanche? Now, for, let me say, first of all. John Cena. Okay. Let me just say, first of all, before you say the next one, the guy who's on the line right now, his name is Avalanche Bob. He's a, uh, he's a, a guy who's been in the music game for a long time, all the way back to the late 50s, and he's still going, and he's the inventor of snowboard rock. Right, is that what it's called? Snowboard rock? Something like that? Yeah, Yo Punk and Snowboard Rock. Yes, he's the guy who invented that. So you like John Cena. Yes, John Cena. Um I like uh <clears throat> uh the big show. Uh, quite a few one uh, quite a few of them. I like uh I like John Cena particularly, and I would say I also like um, uh, The Miz, and quite a, you know, uh, oh, of course, The Miz. Who's that? I don't know. He's a jerk who's on television right now. I really don't like him. I'm on Kidding Rock. 
Um, he is uh, one of the stupidest ones. And uh, like, uh, um, oh, let me see. You know, I'm almost done. I know you're a great wrestling fan, right? Yes. Now, when push comes to shove, who's your all-time favorite wrestler, Avalanche Bob? My all-time favorite wrestler would probably be... Let me see if I can get uh, Hulk Hogan. John Cena. John Cena? Hmm. Yes, right now, yes. Okay. How about of all time? All time, it would probably be Hulk Hogan, yes. Yes, the master. Hulk Hogan. I agree, yes. The guy who brought it. He reinvented wrestling. He certainly did, yes. He was an artist. Where others were just... Bags of meat injected with right. human growth he hormone. He changed the whole thing. He brought an elegance. He was like the Fred Astaire right. of wrestling. I think that's that's why they call him that, the Fred Astaire of wrestling. Right. You're absolutely right, Mike. Of course. Okay. Uh, so, yes, I really like Hulk Hogan. And uh, I also like... Um, Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, Triple H. Okay. You like Triple H? I don't know uh, uh, with the wrestling. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big uh, fan of uh, of wrestling. Uh, yeah. Oh, no? I thought you were. Oh. I had a run-in with a wrestler, and I, I kind of made me lose my uh, taste for the for the sport. Oh, you had a run-in with him? Yes. Uh, I hope he didn't hurt you. <laughs> no, I actually got... Uh, I got... Uh, do you know Paul Orndorff? Do you know who that is? No, no, I don't. No. Okay. Well, he was he was driving a uh, a, uh, a like a, a thresher, like a crop thing, yeah. in, in New Jersey down the street, and uh, he actually uh, ran me over with it. Oh. <sighs> so how you been, Tom? Other than the thresher thing, I'm doing okay. So what do I what do I have the pleasure of this call? Uh, I would like to do a Halloween song I wrote for you, maybe make you laugh a little. Let's hear this. I can't wait to hear Avalanche Bob's Halloween song. Okay. When you hear the sound of a bunchy wear, I catch a black cut by its tail, which turns to a beautiful woman before your eyes. When you look out into the night, and see Vampire cry. Bloody tears falling down the side. It's time to dance on the dance on the dance on the dance the dance the dance on the dance 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 the the dance the dance the dance the the when you and we're trying to boom, man, you better give a room. Find yourself a secret place. Don't turn the boil in. Da 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 you gotta dance, yeah. So turn into a spider. You gotta dance, yeah. Turn into a frog, yeah. The hang said you gotta dance, 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 d
That was really great. That might be your best song to date, Avalanche Bob. Well, that's my Halloween song. I got a lot of Christmas songs. Well, and the love. album's coming out, and very shortly, we're working on it now. We're going to finish it up, and you're going to be blown away, Tom. I can't wait. I can't wait. Because it's not only me, there's a lot of talent behind this. All right, buddy. Can't wait. Tom, you have a wonderful Halloween, okay? You too, buddy. You have a great Halloween, too. I keep. So, that was a nice call. Dumba da dumba da ba da da hoy. Dumba da baba da baba da hoy. Dumba da baba da baba da hoy. Should I do No Dude Vember? I don't think we're going to do it next week. Because you know what it is? I, I, I'm going to have... This is the thing. Last year we did No Dude Vember, right? Where no dudes were allowed to call through the month of November. I don't know. Because first of all, I'm going to have guests. I'm going to have uh, guests who are dudes. I, I know there. I have a, a one or two of them coming up. So I don't want anybody flagging me on that. I don't know. Maybe I'll wait. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having a hard time with the dudes right now. It's not. It's not a plague on the show. I don't know. Thinking about it. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. We'll find out. Best show. Hi, Tom. This is Eric in Long Island. Eric in Long Island. What's up, Eric? Hey, um... I uh I had a I have two for the topic but uh real quick I just wanted to uh, tell you something um I had a really uh hard day today when my grandma passed this weekend and uh we had a funeral today and like on the way like in the um like on the way over when we were going to bury her um like when we were having the processional like I didn't know what to do. Like I, like I was having some problems with some family members, like doing something that kind of made the whole thing a little bit harder. And then I just instinctively, I got into my car with my sister and I turned on the best show and it really helped me so much today. So I just wanted to thank you so much for the show and like keeping on hitting it, especially since like you've been saying how hard it's been doing it. Look, it's 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 hard, but it's not hard. I, I can I, I'm here, I'm here, bro. Doing it. But thank you for saying that. I'm sorry to hear about your grandmother. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, on a better note, I got two for the topic. The topic being the uh, blowhard 100. Now we have about half the list done, and it's a real who's who of uh, of windbags and uh, hot air merchants. Who do you have for the list? All right. My first, um, I think I'd put him in like a kind of lovable blowhard, but still, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, he is, he is a blowhard, right? Yeah. I mean, like he has a very, uh, he has a very like proper view of like what should and shouldn't be comedy be, right? He kind of, yeah. Yeah. I would say Ricky Gervais is the, uh, 
Oh yeah. Who's the high, I think you might be the highest ranking comedian on this. Let's see. No, Jerry Lewis is number three. Um, yeah, I, I could see putting uh, Jerry Seinfeld on here. Let's put Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, are you going to keep track of this, Dudio? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld, seventy-five. Please. Who else you got, bro? I got one more. Uh, this is they got to be here. Two guys from the Sonic commercials. How are they blowhards? Uh, people have been hitting me up on Twitter all week <laughs> saying to put the two songs. Do you know what a blowhard is? Yeah, well, they have constantly nothing to say about. I mean, what are they supposed to say? What to say about? It's not a TED talk. Plus. It's a thirty-second commercial. <laughs> what? Because they talk about Sonic all the time. <laughs> what did you think they were going to talk about on a Sonic commercial? <laughs> Come on, tighten it up over there. Look, I'm sorry. sorry to hear I'll, about, I'll bow get out. off my phone. I'm so sorry to hear about your loss, but get off my phone. Truly sorry to hear about your loss. Get off my phone. Best show. How's it going, Tom? Oh, it's going well. To whom am I speaking? My name's Andrew. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Andrew in Portland, Oregon. I was just in Oregon over the weekend. Huh. I didn't see you. No, yeah, of course you didn't. I know that. I I'm a shut-in, though. I so could have told I you. I wouldn't that. have. So what's up, Andrew? Well, I wanted to submit for the topic, David Fricky. He's all right. Come on. He's a writer. What's he supposed to not write? Uh, it's actually, you know, inspired more by his appearances in uh, music documentaries. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I can't fault the guy. Look, is he my favorite? Maybe not, I don't know, but uh, he's, 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 he's just a guy writing reviews of records. He's okay. Come on. Oh, yeah, well, I seem to recall there's no judgment on being a blowhard. It's just just kind of a state, you know? Yeah, but you also have to say being a, being a, a, somebody in his position, he's infinitely less of a blowhard than a lot of other people in the same position. Oh, that's fair. I think for me, it's just that uh, I, I just don't think he says anything of substance in this documentary. Well, then that, means kind of like, a, that means he's not a blowhard at all. He's a blow soft. A blow soft. <laughs> yeah, get off my phone. Best show. Hello, Tom. Hi. Hi. I think we are going to do No Dude Bember. Go ahead. What, uh, who's this now? <laughs> Hi. Sorry, uh, this is Pat in D.C. Pat in D.C. What's up, Pat? I got a couple for the uh, Blowhard 100. Let's hear what you got. You got a very pro. Uh, you, got, you got a very pro radio voice. I, you know, I'm not a pro, but I did do college radio. Mm. You know, you sound like you sound like one of my favorite DJs. Uh, There's a guy I used to listen to when I lived uh, down in Atlanta, who was a pretty hot DJ. I am Jason Gore, going to be in here with you for a couple of hours, and at 9 o'clock tonight, from 9 until midnight, three hours of some of the deepest classic rock you've ever heard on the radio. In fact, some of it you may have never heard on the radio. No, you're still there. English Nick gives you the vinyl vineyard from 9 until midnight tonight. You can hear it 24 hours Um, a day. Oh, now you got kicked off. Nobody interrupts my favorite DJ. At the count of three, I want y'all to tell me the name of my DJ. One, two, three. Jason Gore in with you until 6 a.m. So, Besha. Hi. Hi. Uh, how's your night going, Tom? 
Oh, it's going spectacularly. To whom am I speaking? This is John. Where are you calling from, John? I'm calling from Philly. All right. Tough guy, huh? Philly no, classic was... Philly tough guy. No, I'm kidding. What, what's going on, John? Uh, I got one for the list. Oh, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, no. Stop. Why is he a blowhard? Yeah, he's causing a lot of stirs. Yeah, he's causing a lot of stirs. All right, just calm down. He's not causing a whole lot of stirs. He's just not, he's making a statement. It's all right. Do you disagree with this statement? No, obviously not. Well, I don't know if it's obviously not. Look, he's making a statement. Yeah. It's fine. But do you think he's going about it the best way? I don't care. He, if that's a statement he wants to make, then then that's a statement he should make. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah, it is. Get I off mean, my phone. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Best show. Hey, uh, this is Jeremy from Brooklyn. Hi, Jeremy. What's up? I had two for the topic. Let's hear. What do you got, Jeremy? Uh, this first was uh, Anthony Bourdain. I think he's on the list already. I wasn't sure. And what about uh, Leonard he's, Lopate? He's number eight, Anthony Bourdain. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Leonard Lopate should make the list. Put him at 71, Dudio, Leonard <laughs> Lopate. Leonard Lopate, another guy uh, responsible for... Uh, right? Remember what Leonard Lopate said about me? <laughs> I tried to find it online. I couldn't find it. That he didn't understand the appeal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I heard that in a sound collage, and I, I looked it up online. I couldn't find the oh, show. Yeah. You want to know what, Leonard? Right back at you, Chief. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> Thanks. Let me tell you all about uh, a couple things, guys. I'm going to tell you all about uh, one or two things, such as new sponsor to the show, new sponsor to the show, HelloFresh. Now, HelloFresh, uh, you know what they do over at HelloFresh? They, they basically do a, a, a an awesome service where they... Uh, it's a meal kit delivery service, and they make cooking fun, easy, and convenient. Each week, HelloFresh creates delicious new meals and recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. 30 minutes. And HelloFresh sourced the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed, so there's no food waste. It's pretty simple. Basically... They create the recipes. So whether you're, uh, and then you uh, you say what you would want to eat. They have a classic box or a veggie box. And then soon they're going to be launching a family box. And customers can order uh, three, four, or five meals per week that are designed for either two or four people. New recipes created every week. So whether you're a busy professional, a large family that runs at a breakneck pace, or somebody who simply wants to start cooking more, HelloFresh makes it easier, tastier, and healthier than ever to enjoy the experience of cooking new recipes and eating together at home. 
from creating the recipes and planning the meals to grocery shopping and even delivering all the pre-measured ingredients. HelloFresh, bring it right to your door so you skip the trip. Brings people together. You cook. Very nice. And the stuff all shows up right at your doorstep in a special insulated box for free. It's really good stuff, man. I'm telling you. Hello, fresh. Stop eating uh, fast food. Go home, cook some nice food for yourself with Hello Fresh. So what you do, you go to HelloFresh. You got to check the website because they didn't put it in the copy. Don't worry. I'm on it, HelloFresh. I'm helping make sure everyone works together here. HelloFresh.com. You go to HelloFresh.com to get $35 off your first week of deliveries. And enter Best Show when you subscribe. Again, $35 off your first week of deliveries. HelloFresh. Oh, see, here it is in the copy. They were right. I was wrong. Sorry, HelloFresh. But seriously, Best Show is the offer code. $35 off your first week of deliveries. HelloFresh.com. Make some nice, healthy, uh, delicious food. HelloFresh. Make some food, bruh. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And then Indochino. What is Indochino? Well, I'm going to tell you what Indochino is. Indochino.com. This is a this is a, 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 a place where they they uh, it's clothing for gentlemen. Now this ain't just some uh, thing you put on and it don't fit right, and you end up looking like uh, you're in the the the, the, the stop making sense. Walking around in a giant suit. No. Indochino, they, they do uh, the fitting on these things. They make sure it's exactly, exactly tailored to you. And that's the difference between a, a, a measured suit or shirt versus a, a generic off-the-rack shirt or suit. I was measured for one of these. We did it at home. They give you all the tools to do it. And it is easy, and you get to know your measurements, and now you can make sure that your clothes fit the way they're supposed to, and you can look as great as you're supposed to. So what you do, it's very simple. They've got a ton of amazing stuff over at Indochino. Go to Indochino.com, I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O, Drop by one of their, or, or you can go by one of their nine North American showrooms. Pick out what you want. They've got hundreds of fabrics and patterns. You choose your customizations from lapels to pleats to jacket linings. Submit your body measurements. And then on the website, it tells you how to measure yourself correctly. So you can give them the exact specifics on the garment. And then you kick back. It says here, kick back, relax, 
or you, you, you don't have to relax. You can just not worry about your suit. And then in just four weeks, an amazing suit is going to show up at your door. I say, yeah, they say kick back, relax. Yeah, kick back and relax. So this is what you do. You listen to the best show. You want something nice. You want to look nice when you go to a, n- a nice thing. Maybe you got the holidays coming up. You want to have a, a nice suit. Any premium Indochino suit is just $389. $389 at Indochino.com when you enter best at checkout. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit Plus, the shipping is free. It's Indochino.com. Promo code BEST for any premium suit for just $389 with free shipping. You'll never worry about badly fitting suits or expensive trips to the tailor again. Indochino.com. Put on a suit, bruh. Best show. Welcome. Hi, Tom. This is Sam. From Tempe. Who is this now? Sam? Yep. In Tempe? Yes. What's going on in Tempe tonight, bro? Uh, you know, just watching some basketball. Who are you watching? Uh, Cleveland and New York. The Knicks. Yeah, Knicks are losing, huh? That's correct. The World Series is also on tonight, right? Uh, yeah, it is. But you chose to watch... Opening night basketball. Sir, I want to say to you, you made the right choice. I'm with you on that. I'd rather watch October NBA than October baseball. You get it. Who's your favorite team? Uh, I'm a Pistons fan. Ah. You, sir, are going to be cheering for the free throw adventures of Andre Drummond. Yeah, it's a heavy adventure. He's the worst. He can't shoot free throws. It's terrible. Well, you think he'd learn or try. I might teach him how to shoot free throws. I might have to teach him. What do you think about that? I'll go uh, show him how to shoot free throws. I mean, go to can't practice. really hurt at this point. Yeah. What is he going to shoot? 10% after I, uh, from the field after I teach him? No. So, well, what can I do for you, young man? I had a few for the topic. Let's hear it. Uh, sports one, uh, Chris Berman. Yeah, that's a good one. Chris Berman. 32, please, for Chris Berman. And I don't know if this one qualifies, but uh, Van Morrison? Nah, he's not a blowhard. He's just a a grouch. (laughs) Yeah. He's all right. He's good. Right? Yeah, I wasn't sure about that one. What's your favorite Van Morrison song? (laughs) Uh, None of the above an option. Oh, (laughs) guy don't like Van Morrison. Look, that's not my thing. I'm kind of with you, buddy. I'm kind of with you. It's not my thing either. I like the I like them, 
Van Morrison albums, not so much. Because yeah. you know why? I like rock music. That's what it comes down to. Thanks, buddy. Best show. Hey. Hey. Is that how you talk to me? No, sorry. Hello. Hello, Tom. That's really how you introduce yourself? You say, hey? Yeah. What what is this, horses? What, are you at a stable? It was weak. Yeah. Feeding a horse? You say, hey. You don't even say, you you, you don't even, you you don't even say, hey, when you're feeding a horse, hey. What's your, what's your, well, what's your name? Mr. Rude. Ryan. Ryan? Yeah. Rude Ryan. What's up, Rude Ryan? Nothing. I'm in Seattle. Okay. Had a couple for the for the topic. Yeah, you know you want to know you're rude. You're from Seattle. I was in Seattle this week too. Last week, I got I I, I had a couple run-ins with a few people there. That's a rude. I think see, I never thought of Seattle as a rude city. I'm starting to think it might be. I think it can be. Yeah. Wow, it's proven by you. Damn. Wow. Sorry. What do you got for the topic? You guys do Seth MacFarlane yet? Is he a blowhard? Seth MacFarlane. Family guy. Yeah, a little bit. Cosmos. I had a, the Cosmos show. Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson made the list. He doesn't bother me, but he, Seth MacFarlane does. And I feel like when I watch the new Cosmos, it was uh, I, I could feel him all over that show, oh, the dumb animation and stuff. Really? Yeah. There's really, he's all like over it. it. What is that, one guy, uh, uh, Quagmire in it or something? No, he produced the whole thing. But, I mean, what's it, what, how does he remind you? He's like, uh, like, uh, giggity, giggity. He's smug. The black hole, giggity, giggity. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> You're gone. You're garbage. You're a best show. <laughs> Best show. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Oh, these dudes, man. They're killing me. I was not going to do No Dude Vember. These dude, Not you, though. Not you. I'm giving you all the chance to change the change the thing. What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? Oh, man. That's a, that's a lot of pressure. This is uh, Ronnie in Oakland, California. All right, Ronnie. What's up? Um, I have one for the topic. Let's hear it. Um, I, I know that... You're not uh, a big Warriors fan, which I happen to be, but uh, Anderson Verjao's got to be on the on the list. That that dude is pretty rough. Why? Why is he a blowhard? Well, just the, the flopping and the you know all the. Do you uh, know he, what a blowhard is? Nerves. Yeah, the guy flops in a basketball game. So you make him a blowhard? Yeah. No. Dude, Vember, no dude, Vember is on. You guys made me do it. And look, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to have dudes in the studio now and again. So I don't want anybody moaning that I have a dude in the studio because I have these things booked. It's been taking months to get some of these things happening. I'm not going to cancel it, but I'm canceling the callers. No dude, Vember is a caller based sport. You dudes made it happen. This is the worst b- b- battalion of calls I've ever had. Right? You with me, Mike? And I just got to say this. 
Mike's out there wearing a, a Met, a, not a Mets hat, a Cubs hat. That's the other way I knew the World Series was happening. Mike shows up in a Cubs cap. And he's saying, what's up with my Cubbies tonight? I was like, wait, aren't you a Mets fan? He's like, Mets suck. Cubs rule. Like, I, I don't know. I think I remembered him being a... If there's a, this is what I'll say. If there is a Cubs fan and a, and a Cleveland Indians fan out there, I want to talk to one of each. I want to assign you each with, uh, with, uh, responsibilities. Best show. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Goodbye. Best show. Hey, Tom, how's it going? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? It's Dave in Philadelphia. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing well. What's up, Dave? Uh, I just had one for the topic. He might have been said already, but uh, is Aaron Sorkin on the list here? I think he is on the list. I think Aaron, Sor- Aaron Sorkin's at 37, yes. Oh, all right. Um, what about Skip Bayless? Skip Bayless is on the list already. Skip Bayless is six. Ooh, well, uh, if you have a moment, I'd like to just say thank you, Tom. I was uh, I was able to use that promo code you got for the Chris Gethard tickets, and uh, the show did not disappoint. So Great. thank you so much for that. Good. I, uh, I, I will say one thing. I was a bit taken aback when Chris came out and he didn't have legs uh, and instead had two blue e-cigarettes. That was a little joke. I'll give that guy points on that. That was pretty good. It's the e-cig leg guy. Best show. Hey, Tom. This is Sean Los Angeles. Sean in Los Angeles. What's up, Sean? Nothing much. Uh, I turfed out pretty hard last week, so I just wanted to give another one for the topic. What happened last week? Uh, I just got a little nervous talking to you and repeated what you said to me right back to you. That's all right. That's all right. You're here again. Well, uh, let's let's uh, let's start over. What do you got? Steve Harvey. How how is he a blowhard? Teach me. Well, I think he writes those books and he has that website about helping women become more dateable and like act like a woman. And you know, he kind of just you know also a blowhard is loud and just always talking. It, you know, kind of reminds me of Alec Baldwin. Eighty six, Steve Harvey, please. Very good. Thanks, bro. I might start No Dude Vember tonight. The way this is going. Three, I'm going to say this. If there's three bad dude calls in a row, No Dude Vember starts tonight. Best show. Hi, Tom. It's Michael from Brooklyn. How are you? I'm good, Michael. What's up? Um, I'm about to have a few for the topic, if I may. Let's hear it. All right, so the first one I have is um, Dudio telling his law dog story. So you're saying Dudio is a blowhard? Well, just when he was telling that that just never-ending story. Dudio just, it, it, it just, just when he was telling the never-ending slaw dog story. No, but it, it ended. It, yeah, otherwise, great guy. Oh, he's a great guy. Of course he's a great Look, he's, he's the best. It's Dudio. Yeah, I'm so, I felt bad. I had to do it, but yeah. Um, I have a few more if you like. One more. One more. Okay. Um, would you prefer a specific person or uh, would you prefer like put a Put your best a, foot forward. Put your, you put your best foot forward. Best one. Best one. Pressure. Um, I'm going to say 
the marketing person whose idea it is to do a year-long goodbye tour for a, an athlete? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that actually makes a list. I, I get the spirit of what you're yeah. saying. Fair enough. Thanks, bro. Not a bad call yet. Best show. Hey, how are I you, Tom? It's wonderful voice. to speak to you. I'm telling you, please, if there's any non-dudes out there, please, for the <laughs> the love of God, please call. All I hear are these. And look, I, you might be the nicest guy on earth. I don't know yet. But I'm just saying, I can't take the sound of dudes' voices. Hey. 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 What's up? I have I have two for the topic. Let's hear it. I couldn't believe that nobody's brought up uh, Brian Williams, who is just the biggest yeah, blowhard that immediately came to yeah. mind when the topic came up. Yeah. Brian Williams, 24. Okay. And then, and then I have another as well from think? the well. I would say the other side of the political spectrum, but it's maybe not Matt Drudge, the man in the port pie hat. Is he a blowhard? He's definitely a creep. Yeah, well, look, he, I, he might be a creep. That hat might be a little tight on his head, right? <laughs> yeah, the pork pie hat. Not too affected. Thanks, bro. Best show. Hi, Tom. This is... Uh, I can't do it. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Listener T. Oh, oh, oh. you almost got home. Oh. Until you said Listener T. Go ahead. How are you, Listener T? Good to hear from you. I'm well, thanks. I'm glad I did not trigger no dude member. Oh, it's close. Oh. It's so close. Um, uh, I do have one for the topic. Um, uh, Ted Nugent. Yeah, Ted Nugent makes the list. Ted Nugent, uh, 16. Ooh, nice. Ted Nugent. All right, that's, that's it. I'll, I'll call another time to talk more. Thank you, buddy. I hope you're well. Okay. Bye. You too. Bye. Best show. Hello. Hi. 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 Did you miss dial? Did you call a wrong number or something? No, no, no. I'm, I'm calling. Because you're not the 850th dude to call? I know, I chose a good night. To whom am I speaking? <laughs> this is Antonia in Ridgewood. Antonia in Ridgewood, New Jersey? Uh, no, actually, in Queens, not far from where your painted ad used to be. That's true, yes, the mural. Mm-hmm, yes. How are, you? Gone. How are you, Antonia? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm working uh, and just listening to the best show. Well, thank you for listening. And thank no you for working. <laughs> You're welcome. So what, 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 what can I do for you tonight? So I have one for the topic, and it's a woman. So I'm a woman, and I have a blowhard woman for you. Mm, let's hear it. It's Amanda Palmer. Mm, 56, Amanda Palmer. Whoa, well, six, tell me really? Why. 56. <laughs> Why is Amanda Palmer a blowhard? Because she did that whole, a couple years ago, Kickstarter, raising money for her album, and then crowdsourced musicians and didn't pay them, and then wrote a whole book called The Art of Asking, I believe, in which she basically justified it by saying, it's okay to ask people, not kind of realizing that, of course, if you're privileged, um, it's a lot easier to ask for things than if you're not, for example. Yes, or you can ask if you're privileged and you just might not get them. Right. 
you right. won't get to exactly. Yeah. Well, look, um, that's a good one. You made the list, Antonia. What's work? What is work for you? I don't want you to say exactly where you are, but what what type of work are you in? I'm in graduate school for uh, clinical psychology. Ah. Yes. Well, can you maybe tell me this uh, as as a burgeoning clinical psychologist? Am I losing my mind, or are the calls <laughs> terrible tonight? <laughs> um, it's definitely a lot of male representation. Uh, well, that's not even the pro. It's not even that it's male representation. It's just boring. <laughs> I'm not going to just say dudes suck because they're dudes, right? I just want right, exciting, right. exciting people to call. And look, there's been some good calls, but it's just a guy calling. But well, let's say Andrew Verajao is a blowhard because he flops <laughs> when he gets felt. It's like, that's not what, it's like you try to pay a little bit of attention. That's all I'm asking. A little bit of attention. <laughs> Thank you, Antonio. That's an important thing. Can you write me a prescription, please? Is there I'm anything? Sorry, say that again? Can you write a prescription for me? Is there anything to take away this pain? You can you can prescribe <laughs> for me, Doc. Oh man, no. <laughs> I guess no dude member has to be on. I guess that's the I best medicine. Yeah, it might. It might have to be. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. But it might have to happen. Well, yep. you well maybe a, I'll call again if that happens. Right. Well, you have a great night. Thank you. Bye. How dare you use that type of language to me? Maybe I should shut up and listen. Maybe you ought to shut up and stop calling this program. Get off my phone, you little weasel. Best show. Hi, how's it going, Tom? It's John in Lindenhurst here. What's up, John? I had a couple for the topic. What do you got? I'm not sure if anyone mentioned him yet, but Bill Maher? Bill Maher. Let's see. Bill Maher. Is Bill Maher on the list? I think he is. I think Bill Maher made the list. I think Andy Kindler uh, willed him onto the list. Even, <laughs> if, even if we didn't add him to Even if I took him off the list, Andy Kindler would, with his mind powers, would put him back on. <laughs> Let's see. All right, I, I had one other suggestion. Hold on, hold on. I don't see him on the list. Oh, bingo. 48, Bill Maher. All right. And I had one other one as well. All right, let's hear it. Lars Ulrich. He's on the list, I believe. I believe Lars huh? Ulrich is on there. All right, then. Those are, those are my two for the night. What's that Thank now? You. 21, Lars Ulrich. Wow. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> All right, bro. Best show. Hey Tom, how's it going? It's Samir in Florida. Oh, this is a quality caller. This is a quality I, I caller. I hope from so. Way back, it's, from it has not been a good week. evening so far. This guy's what's that? It hasn't been what? It hasn't been a good evening so far. I feel for you. First, you mentioned that you got uh, attacked 
in a thresher accident. Well, look. And then the callers have done all this. Have I been good tonight? Yes. Of course. In fact, have I been good tonight? No, I've been great tonight. But do good I have to class. put up with? I got to hear. Thank you. I got to hear the the these guys. I got uh, Wally Wacky Man uh, crying on Twitter about God knows what. He's 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 claiming that he's not in a. Uh, okay. What was that? Were you running a haunted house over there? <laughs> I, I was mo- I was going outside because uh, since uh, since I spoke to you last, I became a dad, so I had to just step outside so not disturb right. the baby. Okay, you might want to look into some uh, WD forty at some point, but uh, I understand. That was, that, was a, that was a Halloween sound effect as well. Okay, good. It was a Halloween. Sound. So what? What to what to what do I owe the pleasure, of Samir from Florida? I have a I have a suggestion for the blowhards list to someone for- who I think actually. Is a blowhard? Who's that? Um, it's my compatriot Piers Morgan. Yeah, Piers Morgan's a blowhard. He's uh, he's awful. Sixty-eight, Piers Morgan, please. That's pretty good. Yes. How are things? Good. Things are good, thanks, Tom. I'm I'm very excited to talk to you. I am um, too. I've not heard. Not, it's been a long time. You don't don't be such a stranger, Samir. We used to talk I, I all won't. the time. We used to talk all the time. I know, like a like a true like a true hero. I can blame my wife, whose work schedule changed, so now she comes home later on Tuesdays, so I can't listen to you live. Well, blah blah blah. But I'm here today. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. And really enjoying the show. So it's good to talk to you. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Take care. Night. That's nice. A little blast from the past, Samir. Yeah, uh, so I was saying about Wally Wacky Man. Last week I read a news report that he was uh, convicted of embezzling from uh, a, a chain of nursing homes and was sentenced to, uh, I think, it was like 88 years in jail. I found out that is not true. That was a false report. So I, I would like to... Uh, from the bottom of my heart, apologize to Wally Wacky Man, who has a movie coming out, by the way. I think it's called Wacky Man. What if it's called Wacky Man or something? I don't even know what it's called. But he's got this movie coming out, a documentary called Wacky Man. I don't know what it's called. It might not. This movie might not even have a title, for all I know. Right? Wacky, it's like Wacky Man Rise of a something. I don't know. Rise of the Machines or something. I don't know. Let me see here. Wacky Man Movie. Here it is. What's it called? It's called The Accountant. No, he's not in The Accountant. That's not about him. I saw The Accountant. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. The accountant. Who would have thought a movie about an accountant would make me fall asleep in the theater? What a relaxing sleep that was. As I literally fell asleep. I don't know what the name of this movie is. Wally Wacky Man's movie. I wish someone could tell me. Wacky Man Rise of the Machines. It was Wacky Man Rise of the Machines. Somebody just confirmed it. 
But no, he is not. He is not uh, in jail for eighty-eight years. So I'd apologize to the Wally Wacky Man. Uh, uh, whatever to his to Wally Wacky Man, and everyone should go see his movie, Wally Wacky Man. Uh, whatever it's called, Wally Wacky Man. Uh, uh, the uh, Wally Wacky Man, Fast and the and the Feltiest. Best show. Hello. Hey, Tom. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is um, Rebecca from Philadelphia. Rebecca from Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Tough guy city, right? <laughs> yeah. You, all sure. got, you got a chip on your shoulder down there, right? Um, I, I mean, I don't personally, but. Eh, you sound a little bit like you got. A small chip. <laughs> you have a small chip on your shoulder, Rebecca. Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of unsure about my uh, two offerings to the topic tonight. What, do, what, what are your offerings for the topic? Of, <laughs> of, um, um, Alec, well, Alec, Alec Trebek. Does hmm. he, does he fit into the uh, I don't know if he's a blowhard. He has to. He's he hosts a show, so he does a lot of talking. Does he? Does he? Does he? Uh, uh, does he just blather on about things? No, but he kind of comes across as being a jerk just because he knows all the answers. Yeah, he's got a, pom- a pompous quality to him. Meanwhile, yeah, he's got maybe some, he's more pompous than a blowhard. He's got blue cards that have all the answers on them, right? Yeah, yeah. So what is the name of this movie? I can't find the name of this Wally Wacky Man movie. Let's see. Well, well, I went to his website, and it just says, Welcome. Come on, tighten it up, Wally Wacky Man. So uh, who else do you have for the list, Rebecca? Hello? Where'd you go? Best show. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Andy from North Carolina. What's up, Andy? I have got one for the topic. What do you got? So, so this is one who it's uh, someone who I really, actually, really, really like. But I think uh, Jonathan Richmond from the first Modern Lovers album is a blowhard. So you mean the Jonathan Richmond, the guy who? Would talk. Uh, this, look, this this might make sense because he would always he'd lecture you about about uh, what you're eating and drop out of BU. Yeah, and like I'm straight. That's kind of a blowhard song, right? I'm straight is a blowhard song. It's a it's a, a great song, but it's got some blowhard qualities in it. Oh yeah, I love it. I think it's one of the best songs ever. But but I but I think it, it goes in that direction. You know what I'm gonna say? No, because I love it too much. I know I know there can be kindly blowhards, but we're we're stretching on that one. But I get the okay. spirit of what you're saying. I get the spirit of it. Well, that's fair enough. But we can't have a list that doesn't ha- that has uh, that that's missing some of these people, some some heavy hitters in the in the blowhard uh, the world of blowhards. Right. That's fair. Can I suggest another one then? Oh, by all means. Uh, can I say Jello Biafra? 
He's a kindly blowhard. Yeah, let's put him on the list. Awesome. We'll put him at uh, 88. Joe Biafra. Thanks for the call, buddy. Thanks. So I went to uh, Seattle late last week. Maybe that's why I have not. So I missed two nights sleep in the last five days. That's that's where I'm at. A little tired. I'm running myself down. I'm done trying. I've been, I've been out of town every weekend. I'm done with that. No more. No moss. I go nowhere now. I'm home. Done. Because you know what it is? You start to push and then it pushes back at some point. I already got sick once a couple weeks ago. Can't do it no more. I don't want to keep getting sick. I don't always want to be run down. I feel like I'm running myself down for good. Like, look, I, I, I'll say this. I don't know if I ever talked about this publicly. Like, when I was, uh, when I did these Celebrity Apprentice recaps about six years ago, five, six years ago, I pulled an all-nighter every week to do them because I would watch the show be on Sunday night, and then I would stay up all night and write the recap. So that they could put it up uh, Monday afternoon, like at noon, I think they went up. So I pulled an all-nighter every week that that show was on. And I I paid a real price uh, health-wise for that. I felt, I did not feel right for, for a long time after that. For probably about a year after that, I did not feel right. So, I don't know. I can't do these all-nighters no more. 71 years old, for God's sake. I can't do them anymore. And the Celebrity Apprentice recaps, I don't want to talk about it. Get asked, you want to do an article about it? No, I don't. You, you, you Vulture, you didn't pay me the first time. I'm going to do it a second time. You try you threw me two hundred bucks a thing or whatever it was. You had to dance to get it. No, I don't. I got nothing else to say, but what am I gonna say about that? So yeah, so I had an early flight to Seattle on Thursday. Like one of those six thirty, six forty AM flights. So you miss a full night you miss sleep then. I didn't sleep that night. Fly in, get in uh, around 10 a.m. Seattle. I love Seattle. That's a great city. But this time, there's some rude. I got ran. I kept running into rude people there. And look, on here, I know I'm a little crabby on the radio. I'm telling you, off the radio. Tell them, Mike. How how nice am I off the radio? Mike's very nice. Studio. And dude, you said extremely nice. See? And look, these guys are not under any sense of duress to say that. <laughs> so I get in 
I'm like, ooh, let me go to my uh, the hotel. I got off Hotels.com. Except I find out, oh, that's not a hotel. That's an apartment building that they rent out as hotel rooms. What a... So yeah, I'm like, hey, can I, any chance of early check-in or anything like that? On the phone for 20 minutes, they come back, nah, it's not. What? I didn't sleep yet. Nothing? I can't even get in a little earlier? No. Because it's an apartment building. So I'm like, well, I got to get my suit uh, ready for the wedding, so I'll go find a dry cleaner. And look, you go to New York, you throw a rock, you hit a dry cleaner, they'll, they'll do your suit in 15 minutes. I go there, I call around, I call this one place. And look, I can't ask the hotel I'm staying at because it's not a hotel. Why are you listed on Hotels.com if you're an apartment building? Yeah, silly me expecting some aspect of a hotel from a from a room I rented on Hotels.com. And it was perfectly nice. It was just an apartment. Not a hotel. So then I, I call this one dry cleaner. I'm like, hi, uh, I have a suit and I need to have it uh, dry cleaned for tomorrow. Guy goes, end of day. Like, okay, end of day. What What does end of day mean? I said, like, what time is end of day? He said, the six o'clock. I was like, well, that won't work because I, I have something at, at five. I can't. He goes... End of day, 6 o'clock. And I was like, well, I, I would need it earlier than that. He goes, go somewhere else and hangs up. Well, that's charming. Aren't you a sweet talker? So I find another dry cleaner. I have to get there. I have 15 minutes to get there before it can't get done. So I go to get, I go to get a cab. Cabby goes, uh, goes, yeah, that's two blocks. I was like, two blocks? He's like, yeah, two blocks. Two blocks away. So I walk. I ain't no two blocks. I, I literally went uh, uh, ten blocks, and I'm still not there. He just didn't want to budge. He didn't want to move his cab. He wants to take someone to the airport. He didn't want some some local thing. You know what? I understand your thing, but you're driving a cab. Don't drive a cab. Then you get to pick and choose. So then I go, I'm walking, I get to another hotel because I need to get this suit to this place in time. Say to the guy, yeah, this is the address of this dry cleaner. Can I uh, get a cab there? And he goes... Yeah, that's like 10 blocks away or 12 blocks away. Like, okay, well, can I get a cab? He's like, you got to get the cab from that guy because he had the second cab in the line. And I was like, okay, well, and then there's nobody in that cab. The first cab was empty. I was like, well, can you take me? There's nobody in that cab. And he said, no, you got to wait for that cab driver to come back. I can't take you. 
so I wait a little bit. No sign. Now time's running out now. No sign of the cab, cab driver. So then, like, I got to go. So I walk. This guy said it was 10 blocks. It was one block away. Oh, these cab drivers, man. I tell you. Thumbs down, Seattle cab drivers. So I drop the suit off. Now I got time to kill before. And look, I know there's people going, ooh, first world problems. Yeah. Oh, no, they are. We're in the first world. These are first world problems. Now I don't want to hear it. You know, if you're not living in a, 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 a town where they, you got uh, drones flying over your head, dropping bombs on you, everything's kind of a first world problem compared to a lot of that stuff. But don't, t- don't tell me, because I know. I know it is. I know. It's not the end of the world. Somebody just said Mike uh, threw his uh, Cubs hat out. And he drew uh, Chief Wahoo on a uh, on a on a paper bag and he's wearing that on his head now. Proud logo. Proud. That's a proud moment, that logo. Yeah, we don't... No one regrets that still? No? No chance? Still wear that on your head? Really? Look yourself in the mirror when you get up in the morning? You have that on a garment that you actually purchased in the 21st century? No? 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 No problem with that? Hey, is Fred here? Send them in, Mike. Please. Please, Mike. Please, Mike. I mean to yell at Mike. Mike's a good guy. I'm, I'm pro-Mike. Mike made Dudio do it. And Mike's got this uh, apmike.bandcamp.com, by the way. It's his... Uh... Yeah, don't worry about the mic. Right? Fixing the mic right now. I'm not turning your mic on for a long time. Where you can put the headphones on and listen. Does your cohort want to come in and, and watch? Come on in, Hannah. Hannah? 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 Get in here, Hannah. Hannah? You know who that is? Adam Driver. Hannah? Hannah? What's your problem, Hannah? Hannah? What the frick? What the frick, Hannah? So, drop the suit off. Now I got nowhere to go. I got four hours before I can get into this dumb fake hotel. So naturally, where do I go? I haven't eaten anything all day yet. So, what a better place to go than to the movies. And I go to Cinerama, this beautiful theater. What a nice theater that. And again, Seattle's a great city. Great city. Could do without a few of these rude people in it. They should know better. But this movie theater. <clears throat> so nice. And what a better way to see the accountant. So I go see the accountant. Which, for people who don't know, it's a movie in which Ben Affleck is on the spectrum 
and is uh, an accountant who tracks down dirty money from all over the world and also kills people. You know, one of those movies. And I'm watching this movie. And first of all, I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten yet. So, of course, what should I eat? Yeah, I'll have some of that half-sweet, half-chocolate popcorn, please. That will be perfect on an empty stomach after flying six hours and not sleeping. By all means, I'll have a medium bag of it, please. Oh, that's how big a medium is? Perfect. So I'm watching this movie, The Accountant. And it's entertaining. It's not Jack Reacher entertaining. I'm going to say this. These people, they, they make references to Jack Reacher as if it's like a punchline or something. That Jack Reacher, I didn't see the new one. I can't wait. That first Jack Reacher movie is not bad. I'm telling you, it's not bad. Tom Cruise has one great line in that movie. He has many great lines in that movie, I think. One where he says, a guy says to him, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to need to, like, he's like, I'm going to need to see some ID. And then at one point he goes, I'm going to need to see something. And then Jack Reacher says to him, how about the inside of an ambulance? And I was like, that's a good line. And then at the other point, he says on the phone to the guy, I'm going to kill you. I'm coming for you and I'm going to kill you. And I was like, this might be my favorite movie. Jack Reacher 1. I can't wait to see Jack, this new Jack Reacher movie. I'm telling you. I'm pro Reacher. I think people are laugh at it because it's named Jack Reacher. But how can you pass on a movie that has Werner Herzog as the villain in it? He's the villain in the first Jack Reacher movie. He didn't write or direct it. He acts in it. I'm telling you. And I also want to do this Werner Herzog pod. I'll, I'll watch all the Werner Herzog movies before 2016 ends if I can figure out a way to charge for it on a podcast. I already saw one, Jack Reacher. Now I need to see the other 785 Werner Herzog movies. That'll be a great thing as I'm limping toward the end of 2016. That stretch between Christmas and New Year's. Cramming in. Werner Herzog movies. Somebody figure out a way I can do it and charge for a podcast. I'll do a series of podcasts. I'll charge for it. I'll watch all those movies. I'll watch all of them. And Mike, I'll give you a free download. I'll give you exactly what you gave me from apmike.bandcamp.com. Zilch. I'll give you right back at you, Mike. What's that now? Didn't you offer me a shirt? No, you all, you you wrote out on a piece of paper a, a little coupon code for a shirt. And you handed it to me as I was lugging a box of the shirts to your car. But don't worry, you gave uh, the guys in spray paint three free shirts each. The guy one the drummer from spray paint was washing his car with one of them. He didn't know what to do. So I'm sitting in the theater watching this movie. First half hour, eh, perfectly fine. Then he's in. Then uh, Ben Affleck's talking to uh, to uh, 
to uh, 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 Ben Affleck, talking to Andrew, Anna Kendrick, and then I'm, then I'm like, oh, I fell asleep for five minutes. How about that? And watch a little bit more. I'm thinking, who? Oh, I woke up again. How about that? This movie's like a baseball game. You can kind of every once in a while just shut your eyes. Then when you hear machine guns going off, you wake up again. You're not, your mic's not on. Nice fake laugh. This guy, what a, what a misfire this was bringing this guy into the studio. Gethard told me not to do it. Sorry I didn't listen to you, Chris. So, I'm watching the accountant falling asleep. I already ate half this bag of half popcorn, half chocolate popcorn. I feel like I want to vomit now. And a couple days later, I go to Portland. I'm sorry I didn't see anybody I know in Portland or Seattle for that matter. I was there for very specific purposes in a very tight timeline. So Saturday night, I'm driving around Portland and I get, I get lost trying to get back to my actual hotel. That's right. Thank you, Portland and hotels.com for giving me an actual hotel when I booked a hotel. I pull over and then I'm on the street trying to figure out where I am. And then I see a guy walking toward my car. This guy looked like, uh, kind of like uh, the villain in uh, the first Karate Kid movie. What was his name? Billy Zabka. As if he, if, if Billy Zabka was uh, on some, God knows what this kid was on. I see, well, he's like, he can't be walking toward my car. He's just crossing the street, happens to be going, walks to my car. I'm like, and now I'm trying to figure out, because it's a rental car, I'm trying to figure out how to lock the doors real fast, and I couldn't figure it out. Guy opens the back door of my car, climbs in the back seat of the car, and then he's like, wait, what's, I, I'm like, it's like, get out of my car. He's like, can you take me home? Like, no, get out of my car. He's like, come on, man. It's like, get out. And I yelled at him at one point, this is not a car, which I meant to say, this is not an Uber, but I yelled, this is not a car. And then he went, well, but if, whatever. And he got out. I think I blew his mind when I said, this is not a car. He's probably like, well, it might not be a car. Then I noticed a uh, one of the proud things in Seattle in uh, Portland, Voodoo Donuts. I'm like, boy, let me get a donut. And I look, and there's a line out the door, and I go get on that line, and it didn't move for ten minutes. I'm just like, there is no donut I'm waiting this long on a line for. This line will take. Over an hour to get a donut. And look, would I have wanted one of their NyQuil donuts? Because that's what they used to make at one point, were donuts filled with NyQuil? Actually, no, I would not have. That's disgusting. But yeah, those are two beautiful cities. 
people in Seattle need to tighten up the tood a little bit. And flying back, red eye. Like, here we go, let's sleep. Time to sleep. We can do this, Tom. Let's sleep. Got that seat, got that air, that wing seat, right? I'm telling you this. If I'm on a plane and then they actually need me to assist people, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll say this right now. I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably assist everybody. I can't say 100% that I will. If I got that seat by the exit, I might bounce out that thing. And I'll tell you, I'm bringing my bag with me. They say, leave your stuff behind. No, I'm not. I'm not leaving my bag behind. I'm going out that door with my bag. I'll assist people with my bag over my shoulder. But I'm sitting in that window seat, ready to sleep. Praying that the middle seat stay open. Please let this middle seat not be occupied. But then... Aisle seat was taken up by a guy who looked like he was uh, he's he was dressed from head to toe in Seattle Seahawks gear, looked like a uh, uh, like in a uh, uh, special teams coach. Middle seat here comes this lady. She seems nice. I close my eyes and she starts doing that. She's crossing over the armrest. Look, armrest is neutral zone, lady. She's squirming the whole time. Squirming. Squirming. Kept waking me up. Squirming. Bumping me. Jostling me. Squirming. Plane lands. She says to me, I'm sorry if I was squirming. I didn't get my restless leg syndrome medicine and refilled in time. Great. Well, don't worry, lady. I'm going to be at work in two hours and I didn't sleep because you couldn't refill your restless leg syndrome medication. I actually have just received notice, uh, an, an amendment to the Wally wacky man situation. Um, first of all, the movie, I still cannot find the name of this movie. Um, Maybe it doesn't have a name. I don't know. No one knows the name of the Wally Wacky Man movie? It's like Rise of the Wacky Man or something like that? Something like that. Oh, I love this. Somebody said, will we ever get no Frederary? Yeah. We very well might get it, bro. Hang tight. People hate Fred from Honolulu. Or they love him. Well, I've actually yet to meet anyone who loved them. I think I'm the only one who loves them. But I am being told that he is, he, again, he, I apologize for the accusations of the uh, embezzling from a senior citizen's home. Um, I'm being told uh, allegations. These are just allegations. He has been engaging in some sort of uh, war dogs type activity in uh, the Middle East where he's selling weapons. I need confirmation on that. And I'm being told the movie's called Wacky Man Rise of a Puppeteer. 
H-Man is telling me. H-Man is a sweet kid. He comes through. Wally Wacky Man, you didn't tell me to name your own movie. H-Man tells me. Sweet guy, H-Man. You know I love you, buddy. I love you, H-Man. Last week, I did the best show. Left the best show studio. Forgot my uh, charger for my laptop. Drove back. Parked at a weird angle because it was uh, it was it was one a.m. at this point, and it's it's a ghost town, a veritable ghost town at one a.m. Park at a weird angle. Look, I, admittedly not the all-time best parking job for me, but no one's on the street. So yeah, no one's on the street. Then suddenly I see a cop car parked, just waiting for me to move. So I, I was, I run out of my car. Now I got to run back and move it. Cop car is not moving. Waits for me to park it properly. And look, I know I was not parked perfectly. It's one in the morning. I park, car, cop car pulls flush with my car. I roll the window down. He's got his window down already. I say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know that was a, a terrible parking job. That was really stupid. Cop goes, you think? And then he lifts up. He's this cop, no joke. He's vaping in his cop car. He lifts up his little vape thing and then and takes a puff off his little vape cigarette his little vape stick you think vape you listen to me vape cop sorry I didn't park perfectly oh if I could give a ticket to cops who do things first I ticket that cop vaping in a public vehicle I'm sure that's a that's an offense you listen up, vape cop. Not cool. I'm not going to say anything uh, any more aggressive than that. In case vape cop is listening. I'm not going to say anything more than thumbs down, vape cop. Thumbs down. Can you handle that, vape cop? You think? Ugh. You macho. That macho thing. Macho cop. Best show. Hey, Tom. Hey. Hey, it's Russ out in Newbridge Plains. How are you tonight? Good, good. How how are you tonight, Russ? I'm I'm great. I'm listening to the show. It's it's a winner as, as usual. Oh, thank you, Russ. Great stuff. And I'll tell you, I'm loving this fall weather. It's finally fall, right? Yeah, yeah. It's finally, it's that time of year, finally. Getting crisp. Mm-hmm. have to wear a jacket, which yeah. I love, because, you know, I'm a little heavy up top, so mm-hmm. I like to conceal a little bit. Sure. I know Something jacket. probably everyone can relate to. Sure, you wear a jacket. and Yeah, it's uh, nice. It changes your look a little bit. It does. It does. Kind of like Funzie, you know? Sure. He wore a leather jacket. 
Uh, no, he didn't. He wore a windbreaker. Okay. Have you ever? Oh seen no, no, you're right. I think he, I think he might have worn a leather jacket later. I stopped oh. watching after the second season. Yeah. So you watched like five episodes of of Happy Days? I did. Yes. Yeah. He. he, I, he I, I did come back at the end when he became a teacher, which I loved, and he had a beard. Yes, it was very very credible. I liked it. I liked it. I I, want, I always wondered who who on the school board hired. What that was like to push through a hoodlum? Well, that's a good question. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Milwaukee, very progressive city, okay. even back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, well, Happy Days is, uh, you might want to check out the middle years. <laughs> eh, I don't know. No. I, I got more important things to do. Okay. Yeah. You know one bummer about it being, being kind of uh, cold out now? What's that? I think this is going to be the last week that I'm going to get to eat on the patio at Arthur Teacher's Fish and Chimps. Mm-hmm. Arthur, you ate Arthur Teacher's Fish and Chips? What? No. What's that? That's the restaurant. I didn't even know they, they were still around, Arthur Teacher's Fish and Chips. Oh, I, I, I don't even know about that one. No, I'm talking about Arthur Teacher's Fish and Chimps. Arthur, te- Arthur Teacher. Teacher, yes. Not Treacher. Who? No. Yeah. Okay. Arthur tr- Arthur Teacher's Fish and Chips. No, Fish and Chimps. Ch- how? Okay. It's it. I've never heard of Arthur Teacher's Fish and Chimps. Yeah. What? What? On? Please. There's. I'm. I'm. I'm going to beg you to tell me they don't serve fish and chimps. Those. Are, that's not the menu at this place, is it? No, you restaurant dummy. The chimps are the waiters. They serve the fish to the customers. Okay. So chimps, chimpanzees, yes, are the waiters at Arthur Teacher's Fish and Chimps. They are, yeah. And how, how does that work out? Honestly, uh, I'd say about 2% of the fish actually makes it to the table. Uh-huh. But mmm, those deep-fried oranges are numbers. What? Deep deep fried oranges? Yeah. Uh huh. That, that that sounds disgusting. Oh, they're really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? What? I'll tell you one thing. I'm not here to curry favor, but I do favor curry. Ugh. Ugh. I didn't hear you laugh at all. Yeah, I didn't. Ugh. I'm not here to curry favor, but I do favor curry. Uh-huh. I've been waiting years to use that zinger. I thought it would go over way better than it did. I'm really disappointed. Yeah, well, you should be. And you. Wait, and you're disappointed in me for what? For not laughing? At you're your... supposed to back up. That's the first law of comedy. You back up the other comedian. Uh-huh. Wait, you're the other comedian? You're the other comedian. Yeah, I look at my life as like I'm just doing a series of tight fives. Uh-huh. Okay, so your life is just like... A tight five, so you do you do twelve tight fives an hour. I do, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And then there's, so then there's uh, twenty four of those a day. Yeah, keep doing it. I can't. I'm not that good For a at year. math. I'm Please. not that good. I can't. I'm not good at okay. math. No. Well, well, it's a dumb line. Hey, that hurts. No. Oh man, I'll tell you what, thing. I am zonked. I'm going to the gym today. Uh huh. Oh, my trainer kicked my ass. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. I go to the Hulk factory over there on Bishop Fontana Parkway. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? No, no. It's where the Hulkendales work out. Oh, the Hulk, the Hulkendales. I've heard of the Hulkendales. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's like a, it's like a Chippendales troupe? Mm-hmm. Where you guys dress like the Hulk? I don't. I wish I did. Uh-huh. We wish I was one of them. Like green body paint and like torn purple jeans and like a lot of grunting and yelling. Yeah, when they start doing their dance, it's really cool. Like their, you know, their their um, their shorts will rip, and then they just go, Wah! and it scares a lot of the women out of the of the of the gym. Yeah, yeah. no, of, of the performance. Of like the when perform- they get when oh. they, like I, I saw them do it once at Los Amigos. Okay, and it was going great, and then all of a sudden there's just like eleven guys all going. So it's kind of it defeats the purpose if they're supposed does, to be yeah. like they're supposed to be there to appeal to women and they when they scream it it drives all the customers out. It does, and I don't know what's less appealing that the grunting or they make all the guys get these bowl haircuts, like the Hulk. Yeah, that was pretty. If I was Lou Ferrigno back then, I would be like. Uh, can we do something about the hair? Mm-hmm. My hair looks weak. That's what you'd say if you were Lou Ferrigno back then. I would have, yes. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the difference between you and Lou Ferrigno. Well, you put me in my place big well, time with well, that. Well, you know, I just I calls them like I sees them. Well, you sure do. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my trainer, Yeah. he rocks. Okay. His name's Crunch. Uh. His name is Crunch? Yep, yeah. That's actually his given name. Crunch. Yep, it is. When he was born, his parents took one look at him, and they just knew he was going to be a personal trainer. As a as a baby? Yes. Right, they, right out of the chute. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you should sign up for sessions with Crunch. Okay. Yeah. W- one word of warning, though. Yeah. He's an escaped maniac. What, what do you mean he's an escaped maniac? Yeah, he is. Well, he was arrested back in the early 2000s for turning a hospital into a car wash. And then as a result, he was sent to Newbridge State Pen for like a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Basically long enough for him to be evaluated by a team of psychologists and diagnosed with a, an acute uh, case of uh, maniacism. I think that's what it's called, maniacism. And, uh, but, you know, then he went wild and turned the prison into a car wash. And he escaped, and he's been out ever since. And he works at the gym. Uh-huh. Well, can I, can I ask why he ha- has not been arrested? Oh, well, everyone's afraid of him. E- even, even law enforcement. Officer Harrops? Uh-huh. He actually pays Crunch to let him wash his giant pickup truck for him. He pays for the privilege of washing his truck. Absolutely, yeah. I've seen Crunch walk into a GNC and walk out with a barrel of gorilla growth hormone without paying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's that's menacing. It is, yeah. Hey, and speaking of Crunch's pickup truck, mm-hmm. you know that cool scene in, in the film Roadhouse where they drive a giant monster truck into the car dealership? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they crash really, through the window. Incredible scene, right? Yeah. Crunch does that at Newbridge General. 
Yeah. Way. So he ran over a hospital, Tom. He drove a, his giant truck into a hospital. He did. Yeah, he's done it several times. Why? Why? Because he can do it. He can get away. You're going to tell me you wouldn't drive a giant monster truck into a hospital if you could get away with it? Yeah, While I can. Performing I, surgery. Sure, I can tell you, I would not drive. A giant pickup truck into a hospital while surgery is being performed if I knew I could get away with it. Good. Well, I think you should. I would. Well, I, I wouldn't. And I, and I, I shan't. Okay. Well, uh-huh. I bet you have a couple maniacs in your life, right? A couple maniacs? Yeah, one one's probably in the other room right now, right? Who? Mike. Well, Mike's not a maniac. Well, I guess I've heard some stuff. He's all right. I've heard some stuff. Okay, well, what, what, I, I've not, I've not heard things about. Okay, him. well, I've heard, I heard a few things. I know, right? Yeah, it's sick. I know it's very true. Is that one thing true? Wait, you mean is it is it the thing about the backpack? Yes. Filled with pudding. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Why does he do that? He just likes to have a lot of pudding. But I don't get why. Like he'll he'll get on the bus, and then he'll he'll put it down on someone's seat, and then someone sits on it, and the pudding just sprays everywhere. He loves. He he just said it's what you get for riding the bus. I don't. Oh uh, well, that's kind of true. I guess it is. Yeah. Right. I think it is. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, have you seen the Beatles movie? The one about their touring? Yes. I I uh I have not seen the Beatles movie yet. It's quite good. Okay, I've I've heard very good things about it. I I don't love how they have non-music FPs in it. Oh, well, what's that? Non-music yeah. F- FPs, famous yeah. people. Yeah. Like who's in it? I'm trying to remember. I like Whoopi Goldberg. Um, who else? Um, some other actress. I, I didn't like that. I don't know. I mean, no. Keep the music people in there, right? Costello's in there. He's good. Yeah, you want to hear them talk about, uh, music. You want to hear music people talk about music. I do. It's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see Paul Simon in, in a movie about Woody Allen, right? I think I might want to see that though. What would that sound like? If Paul Simon and I, I don't. What's Paul Simon's voice like? Is he is he? Well, like, like Brixton. Uh, so is he just kind of like? Yeah, this movie with. Uh, is that what his voice is like? I don't. Wait, I is he in there? Is he no, in the studio Paul with Simenon you? Paul Simon is not here. Really? No, he would not. Oh my goodness. So your your thinking would be like him going like. The Manhattan murder mystery is uh, that you got small time crooks, you got uh, John Lovitz running around with uh, Tracy Ullman. Like that? Mike, is he playing a DVD of this that I didn't even know existed? Mike just said no. Okay, well. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah? Have, have you heard about this Phil Collins McCartney rift? A rift? Yes. No, I haven't. Well, apparently it was, I guess it's in Paul, uh, in Phil Collins' new book. He's got a a book that I think came out today, an autobiography. Mm Mm-hmm. And in it, he says, 
I guess back in the 80s at some point. You know, he's a superstar at this point in the 80s, and he, he's playing some charity gig. McCartney's there also. And he brings along this recent Beatles book for McCartney to sign. Mm-hmm. And he comes up to me and he says, Hey, Paul, would you, would you sign this? And McCartney turns to the person he's with and goes, Oh, look, our, our little Phil is, is a Beatles fan. And he got really PO'd, and he, apparently he never forgot about it. And he's, he's been talking about it in these interviews recently, too. That he got that he got kind of snubbed he got, a little bit. got kind of iced, yeah. yeah. So, which I think is weird, because I had the very same thing with Phil Collins. It happened to you. Yes, yeah, he was very cold to me when I asked him to sign uh, my favorite Genesis fanzine. A Genesis fanzine? Yes. What was the Genesis fanzine called? Uh, it, it was called Genesis Effing Sucks. Well, okay, I can. I guess I can see why Phil Collins might not like that uh, if you put that fanzine in front of him. Hmm. Yeah. Who would Who would even put out a fanzine like that? Oh man, it was so long ago. Um, God, let me see if I can remember. It was. Um, oh. What was it? You know, it might have been me. Uh huh. It, oh, it might have been you. You just, yeah. You had to rack your brain there to to remember if you're the one. I who did. did yeah. The yeah. Couldn't recall. No. Well, you, you know, when you you've uh, you, you've you smoked as much hash as I have over the years. Uh huh. You know, all bets are off. Sure. That you. Just we should smoke hash together sometime. We should smoke hash. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I think I'll take. You, I, I might take a rain check on that. You don't puff tough. I don't puff tough. I'm sorry. You don't do nugs? I don't do nugs. I'm huh. no. All right. Hey, speaking of music. Uh-huh. Okay. Did did you see that Obama had his final music night at the White House last week? You know how he would always have like these nights where where musicians would come and perform. It was always a, a big deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess he had his last his final one last week. Okay. Of of, of his uh, what do they call it? A rain. Like when uh, Trump gets elected, will, will it be his reign? Well, it's a presidency. Okay, presidency. Yeah, not a reign. Okay. Um, yeah. He had like Usher, and he had a couple other people, but the big thing was this battle of the bands. Ba- he had a battle of the bands at the White House. He did. Yeah. Do you know who was in it? Well, the, the one band was was his own band, Obama's band, Tramp Stamp, who I think you've discussed yeah, on the show. We actually, yes, we've talked about. Over the last eight, nine, whatever years at this point, long time, yeah, yeah, that Obama has had this band uh, that actually was going to sign to Discord Records, but then he kind of got too busy being president. Yeah, so, I, I th- his original plan was to go on tour that first that first year he was president, but mm-hmm. you know, can't do that. Yeah, no, I could see he might have been busy. Yeah. yeah, but you know, Tramp Stamp is good. Uh huh. But they're not as good as Trump's band. You know, that, that's who Trump's stamp actually went up against at the Battle of Bands. Wait, Donald, Donald Trump has a band? Oh, yeah. Okay, what, 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 I have no idea. What is the name of his band? Orange Man Group. Oh, okay, I, I get it. Yeah. Orange Man Group. Yeah. It was quite a, a battle. They wouldn't allow cameras to, to 
shoot the Battle of the Bands part of the night, but I, I did see some kind of stealth cell phone footage. Okay. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would put Donald Trump up there with, like, Bootsy Collins, Larry Graham, Bernard Edwards, and Verdine White in terms of that get-down, stank-to-the-bone funk bass playing. Donald Donald Trump. Yes. Is playing, like, funk bass. Oh, my God, yeah. It's crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I I can't even wrap my head around that. Right? It seems insane. Uh Uh-huh. And look, Obama's band is good. Uh Uh-huh. But it's indie rock, which I like. Sure, sure. And the new stuff he, he's writing, it's its weird. Like, it's not as edgy as it used to be. It's kind of like a cross between, I don't know, like, uh, Give Me Fiction, Air a Spoon, and some of the poppier stuff off the last couple new Pornos albums, like, uh, you know, Champions of Red Wine or um, Sweet Talk, stuff like that. Sure, sure. And I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Carl and Britt are, you know, they're kind of the best at that. And we don't need to hear the president doing a mediocre version of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Sure. I guess we if if somebody's got the market cornered on it, right? Then this guy is doing. He's like second tier. I think so. Yeah. I I just wish he would he would realize that and you know go back to some of the the earlier stuff, which kind of had like a slint kind of feel to it. Uh huh. Like, I know he was into that stuff. He was into Bastro. So he was really into the whole the whole Louisville. Po- like post squirrel bait sound. Oh yeah, yeah, and and uh-huh. it's funny. Um, this this documentary is just kind of came and went. Um, there's a really good documentary on um, Tom Hazelmeyer and Amrap, mm-hmm. and Obama's all all through this thing talking about stuff he loved. Talking about his anyway, he, Obama was a fan of Am- Am- amphetamine reptile records. Oh yeah, he's even wearing like a baseball cap, like uh, like Paige Hamilton. Uh-huh. War. Yeah, you know, he's wearing shorts too. Uh, so he's dressing like the guy from Helmet. He is, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I guess if he's working that indie rock angle, he might we might want to uh, get back to his roots. I think so. Yeah. So look, anyway, Trump gets up there. Yeah. And when he strapped on that nine-string bass, uh-huh. I, I'm not exaggerating. Nine, nine strings. Nine-string bass. Nine strings. Okay. It was like the, the 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 neck of this thing was like an a, a, an oar, like you would paddle uh, with. Sure. And he started slapping out that bass line, the cosmic slop, you know, the funkadelic tune. Yeah, yeah. The air in the room just changed. Mm-hmm. People were losing their ass, Tom. They were okay. It was so sick. Michelle Obama, she had to take her kids out of the room because the funk was just too deep and too greasy for anyone under 21. That's how, that's how, how intense Trump's bass playing was. It was. That it actually was not for minors. No, and he didn't have, his cap fell off. You know, his great America, make America great cap. Yeah. That he had, it, it fell off as like the first, measure of the first song because he, he was just rocking so hard. Okay. He was like flea times a million. Uh-huh. Took his shirt off. The comb forward thing he's got going on. Yeah. It fell down. So it basically, 
he ended up looking like Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. Like, the, the hair came down in front of his chin, so it was like a weird beard. Oh, I can't even picture that. It was sick. Yeah, it sounds sick. I feel sick picturing that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oof, I'm I'm going to be sick on uh, <laughs> on the 31st. Mm-hmm. All that candy I'm going to eat. Uh-huh. You're, what you're... are you going to go with uh, for Halloween? For Halloween? Um yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would go to. I'm thinking about uh on Stranger Things. Se- oh, like yeah. a, like a sexy Barb costume. Who is Barb? Barb's not wearing a rider, right? No, no. Barb is the one who uh who 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 ate it? Who fell into the? Oh, it's a pool. Oh, that's yeah. so scary. She fell into the pool. I yeah. don't like that. Yeah, the she, the demigorgon got her. Oof. See, I don't like that stuff. I don't think that's to be toyed with. The unknown. Uh huh. Yeah. You don't want to toy with the unknown. No, that sounds like a bad religion album, doesn't it? Toying with the unknown. You don't want to toy with the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. And then they would say, back. Back to the toy, or they would say, "No more, no more toying, comma, back to the known." You didn't like us when we sounded like Todd Rundgren on that last record, so now we're going to sound punk again. Yeah, remember when we were done sounding like that? Well, we're done not sounding like that. You you have spoken, <laughs> and you voted with your wallet. Yes. So. Our we need the we need the content of those wallets again. So, Art, here we go. Yeah. Our artistic vision took us in one direction. Our car payments took us back the other way. So we're putting those big shorts back on. I'm buying a Jackson guitar. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, Halloween, so, huh? Yeah. Oh, so Halloween? Yeah. How about you? Are you? Gonna you know, what I'm gonna go with. What's that? I'll probably go with Paul Stanley again. That's kind of my go-to. Okay, that's your... Yeah, I, I, I like wearing the corset, and I, mm-hmm. I, li- I like the boots and the makeup. It's just fun. It's like a like a cathartic sort of thing to, to, to be involved with. Mm-hmm. I like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And speaking of of, of, uh, of of Paul Stanley... Yeah. The lover. Yes. You're only giving a little bit tonight, but my favorite part of the best show... Yeah. ...is when you do those impressions. Oh. I don't. I love it. Please, I, I, I would. I would kill. It would be the best Halloween present ever uh-huh. if you would do Paul Stanley. Um, let's see. What's a what's a good situation? What? How about Paul Stanley talking about the merits of the ninety one ninety two Chicago Bulls? Oh, I don't. Please. What is it, Paul Stanley, in an interview? Paul Stanley, yeah, like okay. doing doing his thing where, where it's it sounds like he's he's reading a script. Okay. Paul Stanley, okay, this I don't because he talks like this. Yes, Paul yeah. Stanley. So he would say the ninety nine the nineteen ninety one ninety two Chicago Bulls were really one of the best teams in the history of the NBA at that point. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen had their tandem working in perfect accord, and Horace Grant's rebounding had reached an all-time high. And now, with all with John Paxton knocking down threes, 
they were able to spread the offense more effectively. Is that what? Is that it? He hung up. I hung no, I'm oh, here. No. I just can't believe how real that was. You're making fun of me now. No, I'm not. No, Mike, now you're making fun of me. Did he have an audio book going? No, Mike. Mike. I, I didn't have an audio book of Paul okay. Stanley talking about the Chicago Bulls. There is one, though, right? I do think he has one. It's called. Uh, it's called. Let's. Uh, it, 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 it would be called "Let's Get Ready to Play Some Basketball." I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Right? Oh, yes. It's just like. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Like. He would be just like, "I'm here in Chicago. You guys got the Bulls, Michael Jordan." And then if he went to the next city, he'd be like. You know, over in Chicago, they think they're great with the Bulls. Boo. He would act like he never was in favor of them one night earlier. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, I saw you at that wedding on Saturday. Wasn't that fun? Well, you were at the wedding? I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was it was a nice wedding. It was yeah. a great, great ceremony. Everything was perfect. I, uh, the flowers were beautiful. Uh, I thought the the vows were very well written and great music. It was just all around great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great and the weather was perfect. And I do have to say, that old saying that they have about weddings being a great place to make a, a love connection, uh-huh. it's true. Oh, so so you you met someone when you hooked up with someone at the wedding? Two people. Two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, you know Janice, but but also uh, with one of the bridesmaids too, Sheila Larson. Okay. What? You said obviously, Janice. Yeah. Uh huh. Janice was the the bride. Yeah. Wait, what what did you say your name was again? Russ. Wait, this isn't Russ Reynolds, the the groom at the wedding. Oh yeah. Why? Oh. Well, Russ, that's that's terrible that you'd you'd brag about hooking up with someone besides your your new wife on your wedding day. I did it. What's the big deal? I mean, you're on, you know you're on the radio. Yeah, but look, Janice doesn't care. She knows I have a very high S drive. Uh huh. Ugh, I can't imagine that Janice is okay with this. No, she's to- she's totally into it. You know, like I said, I've got a very high dri- drive. Wait, what's that? What's that? Oh, no. What? Oh, no. What? What is that? Janice must have heard this on the radio. Mm-hmm. She's not being nearly as cool as I thought she was going to be. Okay. She must have been listening in the car. Janice, please. No, I can't explain. Janice, what are you... Janice, you rabbit! No! No! 
Russ, what is going on over there? Russ? Russ! I don't... What? Hey, Russ? I don't know if I hope he's okay. You know what I do hope, though? I hope you go out and pick up the new record by D.D. D. Owen. He's the guy from uh, from the band Sick Thoughts. He's got his record out now on 1-2-X-U. His, uh, his, I guess, his, is this his first solo album? That's a great band. He's got a great solo album out. Now we're going to hear something from it right now. I D.D. Owen. D.D. Owen. From the album. I believe it's self-titled. I guess it's an EP. It's it's eight songs at uh, 45 RPM. It's on 12XU Records. One of my favorite labels. 12XU.net. And that's the dude from Sick Thoughts. He's from down in... Uh, New Orleans. Now it's my pleasure. Now it's my privilege. To welcome to the studio. The one and only. Fred. From Honolulu. What's up buddy? How's it going Tom? Get up on that mic. How about that? Is that louder? Is that louder? Project a little bit. I will project. I can be loud. You can. What's up, Fred? <laughs> I'm all right, man. You doing all right? I'm doing all right. I'm sad that you had trouble sleeping in Seattle. We could have remedied that. Ugh. Calm down. <laughs> we could have remedied that. We could have. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, you and your... 2310 East Union Street, Uncle Ike's Pot Shop, ask for Kenji, and demand that you pay in Bitcoin. And he'll take care of you. There you go. <laughs> What's his name now? Kenji. No, Uncle what? Uncle Ike's Pot Shop. Uncle Ike's Pot. I'm not saying it. <laughs> Uncle Ike's I'm not bidding you to say it so that he could pull it, rip it, and then turn it into an inadvertent advertisement. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. Don't worry. <laughs> he, he will. Did you see, do you know, uh, you know uh, uh, Sunshine in the Rain? No. That band? No, sir. No, well, they've been on the show. I've played them a bunch. Just glad to see you're paying attention. Um, <laughs> thanks. Nothing like support from a uh, friend, right? 
Do you know them, Hannah? You know them? Yeah, Hannah pays attention. Yeah. Hannah just doesn't listen to the show waiting to hear her name mentioned. Oh, okay. Like you do, Fred. (laughs) The show's like a Google alert for you. Right? I have an ASCAP person just listening to this and then just notating when my name comes up. So they just dropped off some awesome chocolates. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That uh, they have Best Show candy bars. Fantastic. Did you see them? Yes. They're literal Best Show candy Mm -hmm. bars. The wrappers. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Justin, Ashley, thank you. So what's up, Fred? Nothing much, man. I can listen to you talk about 90s NBA as mm-hmm. Paul Stanley. <laughs> now you, Fred, who's your favorite basketball player? Right now? Yeah. Andrew Bogut. Now <laughs> Stop. Who do you like? Who's, who's your favorite? Kevin Durant, because like- he's... He'll go. <laughs> no, seriously, I. Who do I like right now? Is this what you did at the roast that you bombed at? <laughs> is this the type? Is this the type of? Because you hosted a roast, and it's le- at this point. Carmelo Anthony, real talk. I either yeah. hear you hosted a roast for this this uh, guy, Vacation Jason, who yes. does things on Chris Gethard's show, mm-hmm. and then. The word meltdown was used, <laughs> and not the not the not the variety show, the stand-up showcase. Uh huh. It would be like Fred from Honolulu's meltdown. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Except it wouldn't end up on Comedy Central. <laughs> it'd, it'd end up as a. It'd end up uh, as on a the cautionary West Side tale highway. on YouTube. Yeah. It'd be you walking down the middle of the West Side Highway. Do you like your favorite players who? Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, Yeah, I like Carmelo Anthony. He's great. So, thanks for coming in. Thank you. just wanted to find out who who your favorite player was. Thanks for having me, Tom. Now, you came from Honolulu. Mm Mm-hmm. Describe Honolulu for for, for a non-tourist version of Honolulu. <laughs> non-tourist you know what I mean? Like in all seriousness, for this mm-hmm. not you are you didn't live in a resort. No, there you lived in town. Uh huh. Yeah, I did. And what's the actual town like in Honolulu? It's. I mean, how do you explain? It's it's like an urban sprawl. I guess it would be like, you know, how many people are in Oahu now? It's like most of the population. It's one of the most crowded. Places it says crowd is New York City in terms okay. of living conditions. There's sure. multi generational homes in one place, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, not what not would pretty. the city compare to? What what city would you compare Ooh, it to? That would be like like one of those like secondary cities like New Rochelle, okay, or like right. <laughs> you know what I mean like that sure. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, Newark. Okay, Newark, definitely. There's definitely a Newark vibe toward the to Honolulu. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Who just blew their nose? That loudly? There you go. Thank you. Guys, sick. No, you're right. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm always a pop. Sorry, sorry. So I'm just gonna have a sound thing. I say I'm sorry. Sorry. Dudio's blowing his nose. He blew his nose the way an announcer blows his nose. Like, like he even had he even had like mic presence with that. And there's no Pat. No Pat. Pat's not here tonight. Now let me just say, by the way, Pat Byrne. You, you, you everybody loves Pat, and Pat has his uh, his show coming up this Saturday. Uh, Prove it all night, but it's called Prove it all fright, which Ooh. is a play on words. So spectacular. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's a spooktacular. <laughs> I do know it's called Prove It All Fright. This Saturday at the WFMU uh, performance space, 9 p.m. in Jersey City, uh, comedian uh, Blair uh, uh, Blair Sachet will be there. Maria Wojcikowski will be there. Music from Reverend Billy in the Church of Stop Shopping, DJ Pat James Longo, and so much more. You go over to WFMU's performance space in Jersey City. Get more information over at uh, facebook.com slash proveitallnightshow and support Pat. Pat's a good dude. He's one of the mainstays here. That said, I'm sure that uh, it's it's just Mike and Dudio out there tonight. How's that going? Fine. Good. Because they, they really don't like each other. Oh, yeah. Those two. Definitely. It's a full-on Highlander it's, situation. It's, it's like a... Like a yeah, a marriage falling apart mm-hmm. out there. It's crazy. Yeah, I guess I have to mention apmike.bandcamp.com, <laughs> uh, which you can get. Mike has his masses shirts for sale there. Um, What's your cut on that, Tom? What What is my cut on that? Yeah. Uh, zero. Zero dollars. Yeah, I don't make anything on oh, it. It's Mike. Okay. It's Mike's business. Mike says he keeps the lights on here. Well, <laughs> Mike's yeah. I'm not getting into the financial thing here. You're always stirring up trouble, Fred. This is why no one likes you. How do you, how can you stand it, Hannah? You don't know. Hannah just says, I don't know. Best show. Hi, hey, Tom. Hi. Hi, my name is Bucky. I'm from Peoria, Illinois. Bucky from Peoria, Illinois. What's up, Bucky? Um, I got a couple for the topic, and I wanted to say hi to Fred and Hannah. How's it going, man? Hannah says, oh, you know, man. man. Go ahead. So what do you got for the topic, uh, Chief? I'm, I'm almost surprised that he hasn't been mentioned yet. Uh, I mean, if he has, my mistake, but Morrissey. I think, did we, did, did we run Morrissey by last week? Let's put him on the list. He's a blowhard. Yeah, yeah, huge blowhard. 26, um, please, for Morrissey. Oof. Almost in the top quarter. Yes. Um, the other one I got, and I'm a big fan of both of these guys, um, Stephen Malkmus. No, he's not a blowhard. He doesn't talk. He just lets yeah, the music do the talking. You, you heard his lyrics though, right? Yeah, but how's that Fred, back me up on this. What's that? I, I was asking Fred to back me up on this I'm not a little doing bit. That. Now, Fred's not backing you up. <laughs> Come on, man. I thought we were friends. Nah. No, you're not friends. Fred has no friends. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Besho. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Vinny in Manhattan. Vinny in Manhattan. What's up, <clears throat> Vinny? Uh, not much. Just uh, homeless in the best show. Oh, you're homeless and oh, home listening no. to the best I, show. Okay. I'm home and listening. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So what's up? What's up, Vinny? Um, I had a couple for the topic. I know there haven't been a lot of female blowhards, so I was wondering if I could maybe help balance it out. Yeah, go ahead. Who do you have? All right, number one, Sarah Palin. Stop. I think that's... So boring. Yeah. Stop! Name someone else. All right, Raven Simone. No, Raven. Raven Simone. Because there was, like, 
that time, I think it was about a year ago, maybe six months ago, when yeah, she, she was she was saying that she wouldn't hire someone with, quote-unquote, well, a black name. Look, that's, that's I mean, moronic. That's completely moronic. <laughs> but does that make her, it makes her an adult, not a blowhard. I mean, she was pretty adamant about it, and her name is also Raven. I don't know. What do you think, Fred? <laughs> no. Fred says no. No. No, she's just a dunce. What, what about Sharon Osborne? What she what, what, Fred, help me with this, buddy. Do you think you should like maybe define a blowhard? Yeah, like, I did last week. Yeah, you know these people just uh, look. I'm not putting you under. I the, mean, what? I think Sharon Osbourne is pretty loud and opinionated. No, on a reality show. Ugh. I can't take it. I, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe the topic sucks. Oh, I thought it was a winner. Goes. No, I thought it was a winner. It's a loser. Best show. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Ooh. To whom am I speaking? This is Quinn. How are you, Tom? I'm good. How are you, Quinn? Where are you calling from, Quinn? I'm calling from Connecticut. From Connecticut. I know, you said that like I was apologizing. No, don't worry. You don't have to ever apologize for being from Connecticut. <laughs> so I have a an idea or a suggestion for the Blowhard 100. Let's hear it. Uh, Nancy Grace, has she been... Yeah, she should make the list. She should make the list. See, that's a Blowhard. Yep. Nancy Grace. I was talking about her record. Well, she's a Blowhard and she's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're just work, focusing on the blowhard part of things. So 29 <laughs> for Nancy Grace, please. <laughs> Quinn, what's Tom, going on? Anything else? I just, uh, I was going to add another, but I think... Uh, no, no, let's hear it, let's hear it. Go ahead, please. Has Chris Matthews been added? Chris Matthews, who's that now again? That's the MSNBC. I, I've had I've had enough of those guys. I, I there's a, I think the list is represented with political windbags, like like talk, talking heads. Then then we'll leave it at Nancy Grace. Perfect. And uh, and I'll wish you a happy Halloween. And I'm going to wish you a happier Halloween, Quinn. <laughs> Bye. Are you dressing up? No, I'm not. <laughs> Best show. Are you dressing up for Halloween? Hey, yes. Tom. Yes. How's it going? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? The Z-Man. Oh, the Z-Man. Z-Man. Now, I want to say you, sir, mm -hmm. are in a movie, right? Yes. A movie called... A movie called... Uh, called Wacky uh, Man, Rise of the Machine. Wacky... No, what is it really called? <laughs> the Rise of a Puppeteer. Wacky man. Is it wacky second word man, or is it spelled like the way Wally Wacky Man spells? No, no, it is actually the two words wacky and man. You know, okay, just going with that. But you know, the, the, uh, it's because the focus is me, sure. the human. Yes. Uh, you know, Wally's obviously a big part of it. Now, for people who don't know what you're talking about, Wally Wacky Man is this puppet that you have an intimate uh, connection to. Not intimate in the <laughs> filthy way, but he, I mean, you you, well, you made a puppet, and you mm -hmm. put a lot of uh, a lot into it, mm -hmm. and you care about it, and you take pride in it, and uh, him, and this movie documents y you and Wally Wacky Man going all around on different adventures or whatever you're doing in it. I'm assuming, 
what is it, the two of you, like, doing what, trying to win a contest or something? We solve mysteries. No, it's, it's yeah, just in general her. about me working towards, you know, making a career in puppetry happen, just, you know, trying to, you know, go for that goal and, you know, figure it all out. What if it was, um, what if you two of you, like Fred just said, solved a murder? Hey, Z-Man. <laughs> you notice the way the glass is broken in this door? It means they put, they broke the glass from this side, not that side. <laughs> very good, very good, Wally. Hey. Hey, Z-Man. Yeah. Be like, Z-Man, I think they got shot with an ice bullet. That's why we can't find the bullet, Z-Man. They made a bullet of ice. There you go. Thoughts? Wally Wacky Man. You're onto something. You're onto something. Hey, Z-Man. Let's do it. Me and you, we'll be doing the thing now. I'm Wally now. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Hey, Z-Man. Yeah, what is it, Wally? I wonder if we're going to catch this bad guy. I sure hope so. You uh, see any clues? Yeah, I do. Look. What do you got? Look over at the phone. Hmm. What what's about under, it? What's underneath it? Move the phone. There's a piece of paper. Hmm. What is it? I don't know. What, let me let me open it. What does it say? It's a business card for a bar. We should go check it out. Mm. Let's go to the bar and check it out, Z Man. All right. Now you get. Now you're at the bar. Okay. Hey, Z Man. This bar looks pretty rough. Yeah, I don't know about this place, Wally. It's giving me uh, giving me some uh, the willies. Uh, shut up. Let's go find out. We'll talk to the bartender. <laughs> Hey, okay, okay. barkeep. Hey, Mike, can you come in here? <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling it might go in that direction. Keep talking to that, Mike. Oh, I got to just say. Sorry. I have Sorry. a, st- I, I have a, st- Mike spun the mic around the stand hit, and, and it's accidental. Uh-huh. Before I get yelled at for Blaming him for something he didn't do. <laughs> it says it's a it's a it's a, an award I was given by Matt Fraction, uh-huh. Eisner Award winning comic book writer. Matt Fraction says Tom Sharpling, the best. Mike just knocked it over. <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, I think it might have been semi on purpose. Okay, here we go. Interior. Interior. <laughs> interior. Yeah, interior. Hey, Z-Man, let's go up to the bar and ask the bartender if he knows anything about this. All right, let's do it. Let's see. Hopefully he has uh, some intel. Hey, barkeep. Yeah, can I help you? Yeah. You know anything about this this business card with this guy? He... Who's asking? What? Say, who's asking? Who's asking? Hey, Z-Man. Yeah, Wally? Who's on a $100 bill? Benjamin Franklin. I believe Benjamin Franklin. They'll give him $100, Z-Man. Wait, what? (laughs) Give him $100. (laughs) Wally, I'm not made of money. 
give him the money or I'm going to headbutt you. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. Let me get it. Let me get it. All right, all right, bartender. Here you go. What do you got for I, us? I think Benjamin Franklin's asking, do you know who this guy is? He's he's the owner's son. Say he's the owner's son. He's the owner's son. <laughs> you know where we might find him? No, I don't. Well, maybe this will refresh your memory. Z-Man, give him your credit card. <laughs> credit card now, Wally. You're, 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 why you, you, I'm going to be broke by the time you're done with this guy. Come on. Maybe this will refresh your memory. There's a credit card. He's got a $7,500 credit limit. Oh, no. Do you know where he is now, barkeep? We're getting closer. <laughs> He's getting, we're getting close. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Give him your wedding ring, Z-Man. <laughs> oh, no. That's one step too far. <laughs> Come on. That's, Do that's it. Like very sentimental value as well. We got to solve this murder. <laughs> well, you make a good point. All right, fine. Here you go. I hope I can get this back somehow someday. My wife's going to kill me. I'll have to check this in the back. He's checking the ring. Oh, come on. It's real. He's in a trailer by the junkyard. The barkeep comes back. Yeah, I'll take it. He's in it. Say he's in it. So where is he? Go down three blocks and make a left. No, he's in a trailer by the junkyard. Yeah, you go down three blocks to the left, okay. you'll see a trailer in the junkyard. Okay. Knock on the back door. Okay. If nobody answers, just start yelling. Exterior, oh, boy. Junk, exterior junkyard, night. Hey, Z-Man, it's pretty scary out here, huh? Yeah, it sure is, Wally. Who's that know. guy over there? He's got a baseball bat. Where? Oh no, oh jeez, please, protect hey, me Hey, what's your deal? Why do you have a puppet on your hand? Why do I... What? Why do you have blood coming out of your nose? <laughs> oh God. Punch! <laughs> Pick up the bat. Wally, no, we're never going to get the ground The cops now. are going to be looking for us. Z-Man, give me the bat. I'm going to put it in my mouth. <laughs> Wally, I don't think your mouth can even fit a whole bat. Well, you hold it with your other hand, and then I'll put All it right. in my mouth. But then, now my fingerprint's on. Oh, what am I doing? You get me in so now much trouble, Wally. Now we're going to beat this guy to death with his own bat. Please, God, don't kill oh. me. God. Wally, I got a family. You ready to meet your maker? No. Uh, forgive me, sir, but I got to do what I got to do. I've got the bloodlust. Hey, Z-Man. Yeah, Wally. I gotta say something. Yeah? I was the one who killed the guy. <laughs> oh, Wally, I, you led me on this goose chase and I've lost my money and my wedding ring. And it was you the whole time. Oh, right well, under my nose. Let's go back. I'll get you the wedding ring back. Let's go back to the bar. <laughs> Wait, you're not going to kill the bartender, too, are you? I do what I gotta do. <laughs> oh, God. What have I gotten myself into? Interior bar. Hey, barkeep, remember me? Last call. Give Everybody him, out. Everybody him, out. 
Give him his ring back, scum. I don't remember a ring. What are you talking about? Oh, that's not cool, bartender. You sure you're asking for it? Do you remember seeing... You didn't... Don't remember seeing a ring? No. Do you remember seeing stars? No, I don't. Well, now you're going to see him again. Hit, I'm hitting him with the bat, Z-Man. Oh, come on. You got to uh, pull it with that. Look at uh, the, the blood's all over uh, the bar. Uh, oh, God. Uh, He's dead now. Let's uh, get behind uh, the bar. Oh, Empty geez. the cash register, Z-Man. All right, we gotta do. We gotta do. He took enough from me. I'm gonna take a little back. We gotta get going. We need let's to. Torch this we're in hiding. Let's torch this dump. Well, I mean, it might be a step up. Maybe someone could collect on the insurance. Burn it down, Z man. Quick, hand me that lighter. Look at how the walls are burning. <laughs> let's fire. run. You're you're very vulnerable to this stuff. We don't want you catching in it. Don't worry. A flame retardant. Oh, 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 good. Okay. I didn't realize that. Well, we showed them. Yes, we sure did. Maybe we shouldn't have burned down a bar with two floors of apartments above it. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. (laughs) Is it too late to put an extinguisher? We gotta do something. Those are innocent people. It's too late, Z-Man. Oh, boy. We really gotta get out of here. If anyone finds out we did this. Uh, it's going to be the end. Hey, Z-Man, I have an idea. Yeah, what now, Wally? Your ideas haven't done so much good for me lately. You know how the police were looking at this case, trying to figure it out? Yeah. Why don't we go to the police station and cause some trouble? <laughs> well, look, that, that, there's no way that that's going to turn out well. Let's drive our car right through the police station. Oh, God. I mean, if that's the only solution, I mean, you, you don't, you're, you're the idea man in the operation. I think I'm tired of you, Z-Man. Time for you to go to sleep. <laughs> what are you going to do without me? Here, smell my, smell this rag in my hand, Z-Man. Oh, oh wait, what's, what's that? <sighs> it's chloroform. You're falling asleep, aren't you? <sighs> He's asleep now. Now I'm going to do exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, it crashed Wally, this car into Wally. the police station. Wally, no, uh, no, uh... The end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, featuring the, the players. With AP Mike as the barkeep and Fred from Honolulu as the junkyard goon. <laughs> I thought that was going to end in like a Thelma and Louise style, like you just see the car going at the police station and then you just don't know what happens next. No, that's not how it ended, Fred. <laughs> that's how you thought it was going to end? That's why it didn't end that way. I know. Yeah, we leave room open for a sequel. Yeah. So, Z, Z-Man, Zach. Yes. What, t- tell me about this movie, Wacky Man. Well, you know, it's... um. You know, like a documentary about my uh, exploits in puppetry. It's uh, a little over an hour long. And this past weekend, we actually had uh, the first real screening of it, sort of a premiere at the um, Yo-Fi Fest in Yonkers, New York. So that was cool. We got to see it with an audience, you know. 
you know, not not super well attended, you know, maybe 20 to 30 people, but uh, a lot of good response. So it was very, you know, validating and gratifying. And, uh, you know, I made some connections with people there, and we'll see where they go. And, uh, yeah, it'll be on um, Vimeo on November 15th, so people, you know, can check it out on there, All too. All right. I love it. The movie. Yeah, yeah it was, it's, it's, it's good. I'm proud that I'm happy with how it came out. And, uh, yeah. Well, congratulations, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Tom. I, I appreciate it. We'll talk, we'll talk to you more. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Fred. Yo. Did you like that radio play? That was amazing. Right. It brought me back to my youth. Your youth? Yeah. In the Philippines, we had, like, limited television, so radio plays were still w- alive and well. Really? Yeah. So you listen to radio plays a lot? Yeah, a lot. A lot of, like, uh, sci-fi and, like, fantasy stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's nice, right? It's no, it's good. Radio's great. I listened to so much radio growing up. Uh, helps it helps it develop your imagination. It didn't help when you it moved to America, where everyone grew up on television, and you're like uh, <laughs> had yeah. nothing to talk about. Well, what, what did you have to say? Would you mention what uh, friends? <laughs> you know, I learned how to curse because of Beavis and Butthead. Like okay. the these two neighborhood bullies are like, you're mm-hmm. gonna watch this, and I'm like, okay, okay, and, and they <laughs> taught you to curse. Yes, uh huh. If you had to name your favorite friends in order from favorite to least favorite, what would it be? Fred? I don't know their names. Let me see if I, I can probably. You think I can guess? Fred Melvin Bartholomew. No, Melvin, stop. <laughs> that chimpanzee. Your, fra- your favorite friend would be first would be um, Rachel, of course. Rachel, okay. The haircut. Joey is that the dumb guy? Hold on. <laughs> Rachel. Then you would like Phoebe. Phoebe, the quirky lady. Then you would like. I'm going to say your least favorite is Ross. I'm just going to say <laughs> Ross is least. For you, it would be Rachel, Phoebe, mm-hmm. Joey. Joey, there you go. Monica. Monica. Chandler. Ross. Mm-hmm. That's your. That's probably, if I had to guess. Would you say that tracks for Fred? Yeah. Right? Yeah. How are you going to use that against me later? No, I'm not. I'm not using, <laughs> I would never use anything against you. I'm on your side. <laughs> I don't know why you'd think I wouldn't be on your side, but, uh, <laughs> best show. Hello? Hello. 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 Hi, this is Jimmy from Jersey City. Jimmy? Jimmy, yes. What's up, Jimmy? Uh, I had one for the topic, if that's okay. What do you got, Jimmy? Um, I've got a blowhard who I, um, have to admit I do love, but I also have to admit he is definitely fits this list very well. Um, that would be Werner Herzog. How can I monetize if I watch all those movies? How, what, what do I do? Charge $2 a podcast or something? <laughs> I, I think so. It works for some. AP Mike Bandcamp would probably... No, I'm not doing it through apmike.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Enough of that. Enough of apmike.bandcamp.com. I'm sick of hearing about apmike.bandcamp.com and the masses shirts he's selling up there. Sick of it. Yeah, uh, but he's not, is he a windbag? Werner Herzog, is he a blowhard? I don't think so. No, no, right? He doesn't talk, he's like, he's interesting. Is there a line between, right? To be interesting? (laughs) That makes you a blowhard? Did Gene, Gene Simmons make it? I think Gene Simmons is on here. Right on. Sorry? I think it's becoming a new qualification if you are teaching one of those 
YouTube master classes that you you might as interesting as you might be, you might inherently be a blowhard. What are these master classes I hear about? What is that? Um, I, I actually uh, admittedly uh, took one of them, but there it's a company that was started by Dustin Hoffman, and it's all online courses, sort of all taught by leaders in the in the arts in different in different topics. And the, the one that I took was actually about writing, and it was taught by James Patterson. So, but what what, what are you paying for them? You you pay for it. I, I I was gifted it, but it's about like ninety dollars for like twelve, you know, like video classes with this like instructional workbook. It's this whole like structured thing. But Aaron Sorkin is doing one who could also probably fit this list. But He's now Werner Herzog is doing one on on filmmaking as well. I'm not putting Werner Herzog on this list. <laughs> you know why? Because he was so good in Chuck Richa. <laughs> It's John Reacher. It's a good movie, Fred. You'd like it. I should check it out. Do you like John Wick? John Wick? Uh, I, it's downloaded. I got that. I'm just waiting to do it. So, no, I haven't seen I it. I haven't is seen what it, you no. mean. Not that I'm almost I'm almost there. there. I'm almost there. You didn't You didn't half see it. <laughs> you've just gotten so close. That's how books work. You just buy it, put it on the shelf, and say you've read it. Like, Look, Fred, see? well, I'm the one with the, You buy these records. I have the most beautiful record and book collection, the most curated thing ever. It mm-hmm. still takes me two and a half months to read a magazine. <laughs> I know what it's like. I should just work somewhere picking things out for people. That's what I should just be doing. They have that now. There's like this is what you want, yeah. right? Tom's curation. Yeah. Best show. Hi. Hi. It's Geneva. Geneva. Hey, Geneva. Oh, Geneva. How are you, Geneva? Geneva. Is it too soon? Um, no, it's not too soon. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Fred. Hi, Anna. Hi. <laughs> I uh, had something for the topic. I'm ready. What do you have? <laughs> um, I have another lady, Blowhard. Mm, okay. I'm going to say Joyce Carol Oates. Oh, mm. Joyce Carol Oates. Now tell me why she's a Blowhard. She, I, she's a, a book a book person. I'm not, uh-huh. I don't know too much about these books. <laughs> um, this is another thing, like I kind of was talking about last week with Scott Adams. She kind of has says a lot of stuff on Twitter. She probably shouldn't be saying. Well, look. And, well, uh, <laughs> let me just ask you this, though. In all seriousness, does she say things? Is she a blowhard, or does she just say things you disagree with? Uh, no, no, not that. I, she, I don't, I don't think it's just things that I disagree with. There's like a lot of, I don't know. They, I, I, she just like defends a lot of people. Like, I don't know, Fred. Fred Fred, back me up on this. Why is everyone like, trying to use me? Joyce Carol Oates does like name drop, talk about the things that she's doing that are like clearly a okay, well, that Those are some blowhard. Those traits. are blowhard stuff. Yeah. I've Eighty-four. Always- Joyce Carol Oates. Fred made the case for you. He, he closed <laughs> the deal you, for you. Thank Geneva. you. <laughs> I do have a, a thing about Joyce Carol Oates where like she's on Twitter all the time and like. I think she still teaches. Like, can you imagine if your professor was on, was Twitter? on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Could you yeah. Like, drag them in class? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> drag <laughs> and expose them <laughs> in class. <laughs> you made the list. Yay. Thank you. All right. Thank and you. Thanks for, thanks for everything. Bye. Of course. Bye. Very nice, Geneva. Very nice. 
came out last week, the uh, me and Mark Marin, the Mark and Tom show. It's over at WTFPod.com. It's me and Mark Marin doing another one of our conversations. Talk about a master class <laughs> that you don't charge for. It's me and Mark Marin. It's good. What was the name on the paper, Tom? What's that now, Fred? Did you you were naming names, weren't you? Yeah, I'm not saying the names. <laughs> got first. You got to listen to see what Fred's talking about. Best show. Hello, um, hi, how you doing, Tom? I'm doing well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, my name is uh, I'm Jude um, in uh, D.C. Jude or Judah? No, Jude. 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 Uh, hey, Jude. Yeah. Um, I, I have something for the uh, topic. I'm ready. Um, has anybody? I haven't. I didn't catch the beginning of the show. Did somebody mention uh, Pendulette yet? Is Pendulette on this list? Dudio? I don't think he is. Oh, you think he belongs there? Thirty-two right. Pendulette. Oh, okay. What about what about the uh, how about uh, Jeff Garland? Nah. No. No. Okay. What's that? Chris Berman is thirty-two. I'm going to make him 31, please. Okay, bud. Have a great night. No, who, who's the other one you just said there? Uh, Jeff Garland. No, I'm not putting Jeff Garland. <laughs> okay, all right. Fair. You know what blew my mind was Pendulet was the, what do you call, the judge at a slam poetry thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? doing that? Were you there? No, it was like an HBO thing, I think, or whatever. Am I wrong on that? No. <laughs> I don't know, Fred. I don't know. God bless you. Best show. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, my name is Jessica. Um, I'm from Oakland. Jessica from Oakland. What's up in Oakland tonight, Jessica? Uh, nothing. You know, I um, <clears throat> I fell off my bike this morning, so I had to cancel band practice. So, you know, I'm just hanging out, listening to the best show. I appreciate it. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> I got one for the topic. I love what is it? Uh I'm gonna say Keith Morris. Mmm, from Black Flag. Why is he a blowhard? Well, you know, I've seen uh the Circle Jerks several times. I've seen Off. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a fan of Off, but I saw them because uh they were playing with negative approach one time. And um, you know, the guy just doesn't ever shut up. And he's talking about how he uh, he invented punk rock, and uh, he tells he tells you who to vote for, and uh, you know he's in all, all the documentaries. And I'm just I'm just sick of hearing him talk. Ninety uh, ninety four, Keith Morris. I'll take it. You made the list. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. Have a grand evening. Anyone you think of should be on the list, Fred? Anyone? I think it's all been covered so far. Yeah, anyone? No? Yeah. No one we've missed on the blowhard list? Did what? Bill Simmons make it? Bill Simmons is on there. Right on. I think he's uh, pretty high. Uh, nine. Oh. <laughs> James Woods was never given a number. Put him at, uh, at uh, 65, please. Maybe we should just stop doing the show. What do you think? Should I just stop? Seriously. I mean, you need your rest, so why not? No, but in serious, what if I just take a, like a four-month hiatus? Four-month hiatus? Yeah. I discovered the show, like, well, no. 
I think some some of your best shows were like after the hiatus and before the hiatus. Mm-hmm. And the, I well, met that you. would be all of the shows. <laughs> some of them happened after it, immediately and some before, before and it. immediately yeah. after. And I met you during the hiatus when uh, at Matador. Matador, that's yeah. right. The Matador Twenty One when Fred, yeah. a young younger Fred from Honolulu, yeah. fresh faced. <laughs> In the Palms Casino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there he is. Black it out. <laughs> Blacking out? Why were you hammered? Oh, I was hammered. It was bad. As he matter a 21st anniversary uh, uh, extravaganza. It was like a three-day event. I like uh, what, There was like a battle of the bands that first night. Mm-hmm. I was gone, man. It was yeah, like with, Ted Leo versus Ted Leo, F'd Up. Yeah, when F'd Up. That yeah. was, and I sang uh, yes. with F'd Up. Yeah. I did wow. Precision Auto. <laughs> I remember everyone just like I, th- I think four thirty or five thirty in the morning. People yeah. were there was a Sonic across the street, uh-huh. and people were just running yeah. like across this highway, just yeah. blasting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I do remember um, the the casino would be playing all the Matador hits all the time, and then all the dirtbags were there for um, that Jersey Shore DJ pa- DJ Pauly D, Pauly yeah. D yeah. were just heckling everyone going to <laughs> anyone who would play. I don't remember that. I, I, well, you were in VIP, so you weren't amongst the, the... Yeah. They whisked me through <laughs> past all that stuff. Best show. Hey, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Dan in Delaware. Dan in Delaware. How are you? Good. Well, what do you got, Dan? Well, first I just want to say thanks for um, turning me on to some good music over the last couple of months. I went and saw Islands. This past mm. weekend, then at a great time. So Aren't thank they you very good? much for that. My friend Nick, he's so good. He's so talented. Yeah, it was a fantastic show. Islands are great. Those two albums. Which of those two albums do you like better? Um, I seem to play taste a little bit more. Mm. You lean slightly toward the electronic side. Yeah, which is a little surprising for what I usually go for. But um, so what I you were saying to me was. The same thing that Ani Fried and Agneta sang about. Thank you for the music. Right? Exactly. You know that song? I feel so lucky. I am the girl. No. I feel so lucky. I am the girl with golden hair. I want to sing about it, everybody. Right, you know that song? It's one of my favorite songs. No, but that's something else that right. I can check ABBA. out. Thank you. Check out ABBA next. From <laughs> sure. Islands to ABBA. The Dan from Delaware story. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have one for the topic, and then I'll jump off. Have? But uh, I don't know, did someone, someone say Dennis Miller? Yep. Dennis Miller. Yeah, let's put him on there. 98, please, Dennis Miller. All right, good night, Tom. Good night to you. I'm nothing special. In fact, I'm a bit of a bore. If I tell a joke, you've probably heard it before. But I have a talent, a wonderful thing Cause everyone listens when I start to sing 
so grateful and proud All I want is to sing it out loud So I say thank you for the music and the songs I'm show hi tom how's it going it's going well to whom am i speaking this is aaron from cleveland how are you tonight in the magnificent city of cleveland um pretty okay i'm kind of sick but i'm doing all right how'd you are get you there with frank or with uh, fred still i'm here with fred yes not frank how's it going man hey oh hey how's he's it going here. he's good did he beat the cubs uh, I don't know if the game's even over yet. Oh. It's like moving super slow. We were up three to nothing, but I think it's probably over by now. What's that, Mike? Cleveland won. Mike said Cleveland won six to nothing. Oh wow! Yeah, it's Cleveland's year. Oh yeah, right? Or yeah, yeah. It's hard. For, it's hard. I think everyone thinks we're like a national underdog, but I don't know that anyone wants to acknowledge us as the underdog in this series because you know Cleveland is so racist in this season. So, or in this like series, so it's kind of hard to uh, like look at us as like this national underdog kind of figure and like care about it like the same way I cared about the Cavs winning. Sure. You know, I want to put on the blowhard list Drake. <laughs> he's such a right. Somebody suggested he not, Drake. He's I'm not like, yet. Oh no, my he's God. number seventeen for Drake, please. <laughs> he's, right? He he. After he bodied him, he just kept on going. Like he's just like you won. Like 
Yeah. He's a bully now. <laughs> Just picking yeah. on Meek Mills. But now he's, he's getting into it with, uh, with well, uh, what, with uh, Pusha T, right? <laughs> oh, you're not going to win well, that Well, he's going to lose that he one. He will lose he's that He's going one. up against the Clips. The King. You, you will yeah. ne- he has never not won a beef. <laughs> He's just got the hive behind him. Like that's it's just such a big like hive mind of like yeah. dudes who like buy supreme drops and stuff. <laughs> like it's it's hard to fight off this whiny that, that kind of momentum. Yeah, that album was so whiny. I couldn't get through that album. Did you watch that video of him with a sandwich with his mom? The yet? Tuna sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted a tuna sandwich. I just wanted a tuna sandwich. I'm going to YouTube right now. <laughs> I'm typing in Drake Tuna. To his mom. Drake Tuna Sandwich. his wonderful mother. It's Drake, a young Drake, whining about how he doesn't have a tuna sandwich. Oh, wow. How, like, like pre-Degrassi young? I'm going to listen. You might not be able to hear this, but I'm going to play. I bought chicken salad. I'll make you a sandwich. I bought some other things. Why couldn't you just got me a sandwich? Because the lineup was incredible. Um, this is. It's a great sandwich. <laughs> His mother's giving him a chicken sandwich, and he wanted a tuna sandwich. So now Drake is saying to his mother, why didn't you get me the sandwich I wanted? She said, because there was a huge line. Well, give me a chance here. Well, you, maybe you can help me then. Aubrey, let's, let's do it, baby. Okay. Um, do you want to give me a hand? Put the food out, and I'll bring the... Uh, well, then you go and get the plate. Well, she, she's talking to him like he's... Uh, I didn't buy you that sandwich. Why? I'll give you a chance here. Well, you, maybe you can help me then. Aubrey. Drake's so mad. Let's, let's do it, baby. Okay. Um, do you want to give me a hand? Put the food out, and I'll bring the... Uh, well, then you go and get the plate. He's just sitting there moping, standing there moping. Well, I'm more tired than you. So, what's up? You didn't get your sandwich. No. Did you talk about it? No. Get out of here. I didn't get my sandwich. I was looking forward to a nice tuna sandwich on a bagel. Oh, tuna. I tuna. I clearly said, hey, can you please get me a tuna sandwich? Oh, I thought you were kidding. Because you don't. Oh, yeah, because I definitely pull a joke. Joking about a tuna sandwich that I wanted. I'm just a regular comedian over here. Get me a tuna sandwich, huh? <laughs> just joking. Yeah, he's going to do real well against this inevitable showdown. He's, he's, that's going to be, that's just going to go his way. I don't know, I feel like the, the whole, Drake is like kind of the manifestation in the hip-hop world of that whole like radical softness thing, mm-hmm. to the point where like, I, I feel like he's like snitched on himself so hard in the construct of hip-hop, and it's just, I don't know, it comes off really rough, like, I, I just can't do it. Well, somebody just asked if if the Drake getting the tuna sandwich is going to be the next sound collage. <laughs> yes, I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you, in terms of certainty, number two, <laughs> the sun will come up tomorrow. Oh, it's getting dragged into audition right now. <laughs> number one, oh. the Drake 
<laughs> whining about not getting a tuna sandwich will be in the sound collage. And I was in when I was in Chapel Hill a couple months ago. Uh, uh, we were eating at this this uh, sandwich place, and some guy who was clearly a UNC student, like an athlete, mm-hmm. was in there. And he's like at the counter, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, you know, I didn't. Uh, I ordered something to go, and I didn't get uh, last time. I didn't get my cookie with it." And this guy's six foot six. <laughs> He looked like uh, a Porzingis. He's like, I didn't get my cookie with it. And then they go, well, um, okay, uh, we, you, you, if you would have called and said you didn't get a cookie with the order that you had just uh, picked up, then we could have left a cookie. It's, uh, but you don't, do you have a receipt? He's like, no, I don't have a receipt, but I didn't get my cookie. <laughs> and then shh, the woman behind the counter goes, uh, no, there's, I, I really can't. Just give you a cookie because you say you didn't get one. You you needed to just call and say you didn't get a cookie. He's like, well, how about you just give me the cookie now? I didn't. I paid for a cookie and I didn't get my cookie last time. How about you give me a cookie now? And she tried to explain it, and he said cookie probably two more times. And then finally, she's like, what kind of cookie was it? And then she just gives him a chocolate chip cookie, and then he he leaves. <laughs> It w- and then that is an NCAA violation right there. Yes, free cookie. <laughs> I mean, they got—they're not paying those guys. They got to grind for whatever they can get, you know. For every cookie, right? Trust me, for those every, guys are getting. Crumb. Yeah, those guys are not getting paid. But you think some UNC dude isn't? He's got to pay. He's got to beg. Jordan for or Jordan is funneling all the money from his sneakers <laughs> straight into yeah. UNC. That's right. <laughs> I'm, with you, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you on this one, Fred. So who do you have for the list? I'm sorry. Did, uh, we, did had, we do it? I had two people for the list, okay. if that's okay. Yes. Um, yes. I have one girl and one guy. Let's hear um, <clears throat> The guy I have is uh, Slavoj Zizek. <laughs> who is that? Philosopher. Uh, the philosopher Slavoj Zizek. 57, Slavoj Zizek. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fizik, Fizik. <laughs> You sure Slabo Physics effect isn't the backup center for the Minnesota T Wolves? <laughs> Real utility yeah. player off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> so who uh, who um, else do you have? The other one is I don't know I don't know how consistent this is, but I was watching the uh the Nardwar interview with her and it was just atrocious how like Miserable it was to try to watch this, but Lydia Lunch. Oh, no, I'm not putting Lydia Lunch on this. No way. Oh, nope. After her, after her five minute rant about how AIDS wasn't that big of a deal because the the Black Plague was greater. Look, I'm not putting her on the blowhard list. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not doing Ugh. it. I'm not doing it. It's not happening. You might disagree. I, look, I didn't see the Nardwar thing. I'll watch it. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not putting her on the blowhard list. Sorry. Sorry! Nardwar got those apprentice tapes, right? The ones they're hiding. $5 million penalty. He's yeah, got help. Nardwar's got them. <laughs> Best show. Hey, Tom. Hi, who's this? And Fred. Uh, this it? is John in Raleigh. John in Raleigh? Yeah. What's up in Raleigh tonight, John? 
I'm watching a little b-ball. The NBA season has begun. Mm, what are you watching? Are you watching Portland, Utah? I am. Mm. How's that going? Uh, it's a tie game. It's good. Good so far. Actually, the Jazz are up three, but a fun game so far. It's how's my thirteenth? How's my thirteenth round fantasy basketball pick, Alan Crab, playing? Crab's hit a couple threes. Oh, I think that's uh, going to be good for you. Good. Crab's going to do all right. He's gaming. Yeah. I'll tell you who good. I'm going to dump for my team, Brandon Jennings. Yeah, it wasn't looking so good earlier tonight. He be, didn't make a lot of shots. It'll be like. hot and cold. I'm going to dump him and put on Bismack Boyombo no. instead. Bismack, baby. Yes. So. Yes. Um, I just had a blowhard, if you're still doing blowhards. Let's hear it. Or two, actually. Let's hear it. Um, I got, uh, what's the guy? Somebody's saying I should put on Alain de Botton. Botton, another philosopher. I don't know these philosophers. I don't know. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I didn't go like you did, Fred. No. <laughs> I didn't go to Stanford like you did. You literally had a run of shows where you talked about going to the Princeton Library and learning mm -hmm. all the time. You're way more learned than I am. The Princeton Town <laughs> Public Library, not the Princeton University Library. I'm talking about walking into the town's library, Fred, <laughs> that anyone can do. I don't believe You don't believe Well, I went to a community college, Fred. Okay. That's what I went so to. So did I. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. You're fancy. You didn't need it. You didn't need it. So who was the deal for the list again? Sorry. Uh, Christian Bale, the actor. Why? Because he yelled at a, uh, a DP who I walked in front of the of, shot? I think that's part of it. I mean... That DP, he, that DP deserved to get screamed at. It's think, a person who's like uh, maybe a little more self-important and self... Uh, I don't know. He takes himself too seriously, I think, for... The work that he's doing. So what you're saying is he probably needs to, someone, like a clown, to come up to him and go, "Why so serious?" <laughs> is that what you're saying? That would help him out a lot. If like yeah, some like clown an type AP figure. Type. No, or Jesus, get off my phone. <laughs> for God's sake. Best show. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, how are you? I'm I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is Paige from Los Angeles. Paige from Los Angeles. What's going on, Paige? Um, I have someone for the Blowhard 100 if they're not already on the list. Who do you have? Lena Dunham. I'm not putting Lena Dunham on the list. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Nice okay. Try. That's a very West Coast thing, right? <laughs> Hating on Lena Dunham is a very West Coast thing. Well, no, they wouldn't understand. It's just like, it's the East Coast. <laughs> this is how we do it out here, right? No, no. The bagels and the water. <laughs> That's why our bagels are the best. It's the water. <laughs> the pizza. Right? The pizza dough is the best because of the water. You know who gets it? Larry King gets it. He knows what it's like. Somebody's saying Lisa Lampanelli should be on the list. 
Yeah, let's put her on. <laughs> just on, just because on her Mark Marin interview when she was just like, I just want to ask, do you think I'm like have what it takes to be one of the all timers? Like, who would ever say that out loud? <laughs> Seventy nine, Lisa Lampanelli. In tribute to my friend Andy Kindler. <laughs> well, you're having a good time on the line. Who to whom am I? It was who's laughing here? Hi, this is uh, Brett Saunders from Denver, Colorado. Oh, I know Brett. This, guy. this guy's a radio guy, an old-fashioned radio guy. What's up, Brett? Hi, Fred. How are you, man? I'm all right, my dude. What's the um, difference between What's the difference between Brett and Tom? What's the difference? What do you mean? Oh, uh, you're infinitely funnier and quick-witted. I am a pretty good interviewer. Though. Well, I was going to say the difference is Brett has been paid for radio in this <laughs> lifetime, and Tom is still still striving for that first that first shiny nickel. Brett's laughing because he's holding that Colorado Kush. That's why he's laughing. <laughs> what, what are you on? Hey, Brett, I didn't know that you were at Matador 21. I was there. I didn't get a chance to meet you. Nobody got to. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get a chance to meet you. Here's another thing. One of the blowhards was the kid running across the, the street for tots uh, at five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> a drunk, a drunk kid running in a spoon sweatshirt. Running across in a spoon sweatshirt. <laughs> he's running across. This is the most hurtful thing. He's running across the street. He's running across the street to Sonic. I watched that guy yell at a waitress. Who? That Brett Daniel dude. Oh, lay off. <laughs> no. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. A nice guy. That's, that's true. Brett actually came out into the lobby and shook hands with everyone after the spoon gig yeah. at that show. We all, mm-hmm. we all can't be, uh, we all can't be you and your crew and the Banana Man or whatever, <laughs> whoever you're tight with. <laughs> we all can't be Banana Man. <laughs> that guy's the whip. <laughs> So what's uh, what do you got, Brett? And something for the thing? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Did Chuck Woolery make the list yet, Tom? Did he? Studio? If Woolery's not on there, please. What's that? Twenty-two. He's on there. Thanks. He's he's blocked all of us. Like anybody yes. even associated with yeah. your show has been blocked. We don't know. He, he doesn't know he exists anymore. Well, Brett, <laughs> thank you so. What do you got? Who do you got coming up on your radio show, Brett? Well, I had Chelsea Clinton earlier this week. I have Sting next week, oh. next Thursday. Sting? Sting? <laughs> yeah. 36. Oh. <laughs> Sting. <laughs> All right, man. I'm a, I'm a Fred head. Thanks, Fred. Good talking Fred, to you. Yeah, a Fred head. <laughs> so what, what, do you, what do you get? Money from the Weed Commission or something? <laughs> Where do you get that fine kush? <laughs> this is Fred. Anybody says anything. Sounds like someone's getting into that. The, literally, the, the, we, the, me and Brett talked about that. Like, literally, that's okay. like a point of. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. This is Fred. This is anything. Fred, somebody says anything. Sounds like someone got <laughs> the sticky icky on. <laughs> the juvenilization of weed culture by whites allows them to not be incarcerated. Hi. This is Jessica go. from Ithaca. Got it in under the wire. Got it in under the wire. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks. Do you have someone for the list? I do. I've got two for the list. Okay. The floor is uh, yours. Oh, oh, goody. Um, are the Gallagher brothers on the list? Are they? 
Studio? I don't think they are. Yeah. 28, the Gallagher brothers. No, 28, Liam Gallagher. No, no, this is what we're going to do. 38, Liam Gallagher. 39, Noel Gallagher. Did you see Great. that? Did you see that article about how was it Noel was moving furniture to prove to Liam that the ghosts are, exist or something like that? Did you see that? No, I didn't. No, <laughs> no I didn't. Anyone else, Jessica? Yeah, Ayn Rand. Yeah, I think we have living people only on the list. I think we've tried yeah. to keep living people, right? Pretty Get sure, it. unless that philosopher's dead. Right. to blow. All right. Well, thank you for the call, Jessica. All right, you have a good night. Bye, Say that thing now that the juvenilization <laughs> of weed <laughs> makes it legal for white people. No, which decriminalizes white for white people. No, it's like if you look at the two weed cultures, mm-hmm. like look at what is associated with African Americans who've actually been incarcerated in sure. huge amounts, absolutely, huge swaths, huge yeah. generations versus like you see like what. Cheech and Chong and like uh-huh. college educated people, uh, mm-hmm. college educated whites who get to like revel in that kind of culture. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a huge disconnect about. Sure, I agree with you. <laughs> well, I've just turned this. It's not a disagreeing. Uh huh. Yeah. So what, what do you think? I'm going to argue in favor <laughs> of the Rockefeller laws or something? <laughs> like New York has had the most backwards uh, drug laws of any almost any state. It's insane. Yeah. So, stop and frisk. I got stopped and frisked eight times uh-huh. in two, was it two months that I was living? The first two months I was living in. Really? And yeah, in same place too. Mm-hmm. And same set of cops every time. Grand Central. Oh, that's, oh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, but it's believable. Yeah. Best show. Hey, Tom, how's it going? It's uh, the unpredictable Jay George here. Jay George, the wrestler. Oh. Right? Yes. How are yes, you tonight? Sir. I'm good, Tom. How are you feeling? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. What's up, Jay George? So actually, a pretty interesting turn of events from the last time I called. Um, it turns out a promoter that was listening to the show, the fan of the show, um, has decided to bring me and uh, Jeff Cannonball together as a tag team, and he wants us to be called the, the Friends of Tom. What? <laughs> no, this sounds like this sounds like you're wa- a wine. No, this is 100 percent true. Not only that, though, there's another another thing because I got I got talking to the promoter. He wanted to know if it was possible, and I mean, I would have to talk to Mike about this, but he wants Mike to come out to the ring with us. Mike, would you uh, to do what? To be a manager? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, how much would Mike get paid? That's the that's look. I gotta just ask. Well, Mike, that, Mike won't ask. To... Mike, Mike won't ask because he's he's modest. <laughs> is is Mike? Will Mike be compensated for this? I, oh no, no, definitely. Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, I, I, I could put him in touch with the uh, the promoter, and they could hash out all those details. But I'm, you would definitely be compensated. You want to do this, Mike? Come in here, Mike, please. Come in here, apmike.bandcamp.com. <laughs> So, J. George, the, uh, the wrestler, it says he's going to be paired with Jeff Cannonball, who's the guy who worked on the Gary the Squirrel single. He did the hardcore. The oh, Altered okay. Boys did the hardcore side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So he wants to know. They're going to pair these two wrestlers who listen to the show. And they want. What did you want to know? If Mike could do what now? I guess you're going to come out to the ring with us, be, uh, be part of the act. You know, you'd be ringside managing us. Would you want to manage the two wrestlers? <laughs> the the friends of Tom. Okay. What, when When is it exactly? Uh, this is November 18th. November in 18th. Queens, New York. In Queens. Oh, boy. November 18th, Mike, <laughs> just so you know, is a Friday. You have to cross two it's rivers. No, I used to live in Queens. Um. Why? Yeah, well, well, let's uh, discuss it. You know, uh, uh, should they hit you up on Twitter? Maybe? Yeah, we're, we're we're on Twitter together. So yeah, we'll we'll have a little dialogue there, and you'll give me the information. And uh, yeah, we could we could probably work something out. Awesome! I know the guy was really he's he's a big fan of the show. You're this end of half hour power, and he was he was ecstatic about the idea. Okay, wait, who is? <laughs> I got to look. No offense to you, Mike. <laughs> He's ecstatic okay. about the idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, once he he heard like the idea of him being this like Rocky esque uh, manager and, and uh, you know him you know the the cap and all and all that, been like Adrian, I, I, you know, I, I, it's a money idea. Okay. I think I'm. I, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I think I should employ somebody who's really good at this uh, wrestling stuff. Uh, could I have a sidekick? Or man, managers get sidekicks. Yeah, you could have a sidekick. Uh-huh. You'd probably oh, have yeah, to pay absolutely. him out of your cut, though. I'm sure. <laughs> I I, I want to get uh, Brett Davis involved in this. He should be involved with this. All he right. could probably give me some pointers too. There you go. Yeah, I I love it. Uh, that's a great I know, idea. Um, yeah. Jeff was trying to figure out a way to get uh, Damian Abraham involved as well. So they're just trying to make from, a big big thing out of oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, you you should reach out to him. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll set something up. I love it. All right. We'll see what happens, Thanks. Jay George. Tom, thank you for making this possible, man. Of course, you have a great night. Yeah, you too, buddy. Bye. Yeah. Isn't it weird <laughs> where we end up? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Suddenly. <laughs> yeah. Mike, you're, you you now have a chance to be a, re- a wrestling manager. Yeah, my lifelong <laughs> dream <laughs> come true. <laughs> Finally, in Queens, dreams of all do, places, dreams do come true, Mike. <laughs> yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna be there, yelling at your yeah. wrestlers, telling them with a with a knit cap on. I think I'll sweats. be doing more yelling on the Grand Central Parkway. As I'm trying to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll make it happen. I love it. I love the attitude. Go get him, right? Go get him, apmike.bandcamp.com. Now, Fred. What's up, man? You're one of my favorite people. Thank you, Tom. You know I just tease you. Yeah. You know. You know we're friends. Are we? Yes. <laughs> we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. Of course. You came to my workplace. I did. I During... swung by and said hi to Fred. It I was... watched Fred work. He's he's a. Uh... It was brutal that day. It's all business. You watched okay. me spend a thousand of my own money. <laughs> yeah. Fred makes, but that's the kind of guy you want at the job. Fred makes it happen. Mm-hmm. 
Fred pulls out that uh, credit card. He had to buy something on the spot. <laughs> Makes it happen. I like you, Fred. Thank you, man. No matter what all everyone else says, <laughs> Fred, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, you think about it this, so visualize mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. It's a line out the door. Mm-hmm. If, if the sign says, we hate, if people who hate Fred. Excellent. Line starts here. Yeah. Lines out the door. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Down the block. Mm-hmm. Loops around the building. Yes, it's like early right. voting. Yeah. Yeah, it's like early voting. <laughs> people who love Fred. Uh-huh. Me. That's it. Hannah. <laughs> right, you there? Yeah. yeah Hannah. Okay. <laughs> Hannah. What the frick, Hannah? So he's yelling at Hannah. <laughs> right? You watch girls, right? Fred? I've never seen. Name your favorite girls. Let's rank the girls. <laughs> I once had to carry Lena Dunham because she was dressed as a mermaid. So I had okay. to physically carry her okay. on camera. I'm going nice. to say favorite for Fred is going to be there you go Shoshana or whatever. I say Shoshana first. Uh-huh. I think so. Shoshana, Marnie's last. Marnie. Then the dude who then quit. Then Hannah. Then Jessa. <laughs> then Marnie. Now let's rank the dudes on on. Girls, Fred. Your favorite to least favorite. Brian Williams. Hold on. <laughs> Fred's favorite is going to be... Um, Childish Gambino. Alex Karpovsky. What's yeah. his character's name? Ray. Ray. Yeah. Fred likes Ray first. Then he likes Adam. Yes. Then last is Desi. Everybody hates Desi, right? Who else, Fred? Who else would be on the list? Let's think. You like Ray best, mm-hmm. then Adam, mm-hmm. then um, what's his face? Who's the friend? Who's who's uh, Andrew Rannells? Oh yeah, Elijah. Elijah. Yeah. He's gonna go above Desi yeah. <laughs> on your list. This okay. is your service. You curate tastes right there. Now I can <laughs> walk out the door and pretend I've seen girls because I have that list. All right. <laughs> Ray, Adam, who's in the middle? There's somebody in the middle we're missing, right? Yeah. Who was the, the teacher who who Hannah went out with, remember? Oh, that, that boring He was guy. a snooze. Yeah. Snooze Blondie. teacher. We're putting yeah. snooze teacher. Who else? Are you proud to have the name Hannah? Oh, yes. Because of the character Hannah? Oh, yes. <laughs> Hannah Horvath. <laughs> All right. Well, the best show's over. Mm-hmm. I want to thank Fred for coming by. I want to thank Hannah for coming by. Who's this now? Final call? Best show. Last call of the night. Best show. Hi, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. To who are we speaking? Uh, it's Rich and Patterson. Rich and Patterson. What do you got, Rich? Uh, I got one for Blowhard list. Who do you got? Let's hear Jay it. Moore. Jay Moore? Yes. Yeah, then he makes the list. Jay Moore. What do we got in the 30s? 34, Jay Moore. There he goes, right there. Thank you, Tom. Of course. Tom, can I plug something? Of course you can. Fantastic. Go ahead, Fred. On November 8th, when you're done voting, 
uh, Chris Gethard will be putting on a 12 hour election special. Uh, I will be in charge of the first four hours because I actually read the AP day book and know a little bit about politics because of my current job. Uh, it'll be me, Andrew Tischer, and, uh, that coward Connor O'Malley wants to fight me on air. And that might happen towards the end of that four hour block. So yeah. Wait, hold on. Who are you going to fight now? Connor O'Malley. Yeah. He's a coward. Why are you going to fight? First of all, <laughs> that dude is ripped. Yeah. He's going to knock your block off. You can't lift weights to fix your chin, though. That's the thing. No. And you can't lift your uh, lift your way out of cowardice. It's, it's born into your Your head's going to go flying across the room. No, that's not going to be a problem. He's not. First of not all, that, that dude's super funny. Yeah, he is. He's fantastic. I tried to bring him tonight. Yeah. I asked permission. He's super funny. Mm-hmm. Very nice guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, in a fight, yeah, yeah, he's gonna crush you. No, yeah, no, no. Uh, tell me what you're gonna do to fight him. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I've worked security for years before this. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, so you're throwing a drunk guy out of a thing. <laughs> this is a guy showing up ready to fight you. <laughs> he's not gonna be. He knows what's going down. Well, then, if you want to watch me get my no- uh, my block knocked off, yeah. then that'll be the other. Yeah. That'll be the other thing. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. want to watch me crawl and You want beg. to see Fred's teeth get readjusted. There it is. Right? I haven't had dental work done since Yeah, well, then. you're about to have it done. Mm-hmm. Some election day dental work. Exactly. Courtesy of First Dr. Hours. O'Malley. <laughs> right, DDS. DDS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. You're about to get your face caved in. Or I might body slam him through a table, either one. No, but you're going <laughs> to. People want to know how you have. Uh, somebody's asking how you have an old school Brooklyn accent. All <laughs> That's time. just how I talk. That's what somebody asked on Twitter. I don't hear it. Never. I because I just all I hear is the uh, is like the New England um, prep school <laughs> accent. I hear you trying to sm- sm- kind of tamp that down. Fla- flatten my. That's what I hear. You sound like that. you sound like Patty Hearst I like to- when she's doing her. Uh, uh, Symbionese Liberation Army. This is... Mommy and Daddy, I just want to say that me and SinQ and the rest of the Symbionese Liberation Army, (laughs) we robbed a bank, Mommy and Daddy, and we are here for freedom for the people. The rest of the SLA, we will be fighting for freedom. This is absolutely sincere. Are there any more tapes of you on the radio? I very much love young Tom's voice and his very Jersey accent. I have tapes. <laughs> oh. Of course I do. Of course I do. Can we please have those tapes? I've, oh my God, Tom, I rewound that part over of and over. Of me calling Brian Wilson? Oh, it's okay. fantastic. Well, I look, you're going to need something to listen to when uh. you're in the hospital <laughs> after Connor caves your head in. So I'll see what I can put together for you to listen. Connor does improv comedy. I don't think so. Yeah. It's not going to happen. He's gonna, yeah, because you were a bouncer one week, <laughs> right? Yeah, don't worry. Look, we're 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 working the door at Uncle Steve's pot shack <laughs> or whatever it was. Doesn't get you. Uh, Twenty three ten East Union. Look, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, en- enough. Enough with you and, and yours. You rich kids. <laughs> Do you hate your job? Do you live with existential dread? Then watch your pretty face is going to hell from Adult Swim. 
It doesn't matter what your answers were to those questions. That's how good this show is. It's a workplace comedy set in hell. Literally hell where demons grapple with love, sex, religion, technology, and dealing with the world's worst boss all while having to stab some unfortunate soul while listening to Smash Mouth. This is what peak television's all about. There are probably 17 or 18 other shows that take place in hell, but this is the one that does it best. It's got guests like Andy Daly, Eddie Pepitone, John Glazer. It's created by Dave Willis of Aqua Teen and Squidbillies fame, and Casper Kelly, the guy who made Too Many Cooks, which was the video that came out the same week as my amazing Newbridge special and promptly sent what was an excellent, excellent, really funny program packing to the scrap heap of 4 a.m. obscurity. John Worcester co-wrote some episodes. Why wasn't I asked to watch uh, to write an episode? What is this? I know Dave and Casper. They say they're fans. Uh, they think I'm too big to write one of these? Yeah, I probably am. The show is on... October, will premiere October 23rd, and will be on every, beep, boop, 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 every Sunday, you watch, your pretty face is going to hell, every Sunday at 1130 on Adult Swim, and you can watch seasons one and two over at adultswim.com. My friends, the best show's over, I say to you, good night, and here is something from a band I love called Karoma. And their record was called Karomarama. No. Karoma. Karomaroma. 20 plus, 20th century by Karoma. Great song. Summer's over. This brings back a little bit of the summer of 2015. Karoma. Best show back next week. Bye.